You are listening to the Chompcast, the official podcast of Sword Chomp. And remember, you can always go to swordchomp.com where you can access the many places our podcast is available for download. But if you're listening to the show right now, that means you found us. So welcome to the madness that is the Chompcast. We are chilling like motherfucking villains this week as we discuss some of our favorite villains in gaming um, as the topic of the show. So that should be a lot of fun. Me and Fish continue our trek across the depraved wastes of Hoke County, Montana. And much like the reverse of the shocking plot twists of games like Knights of Old Republic or Bioshock Infinite, we have a BioBreak article this week that involves antibodies and how bad can actually become good. Uh, we have a poll rundown, or I should say polls, that will be run down involving a huge No Man's Sky update this summer, multiple orgasms, Spyro the Dragon reignited, and sharks. Not to mention a Combuskin Pokemon-themed caption contest that we ran on the Instagram, at Swordchomp on Instagram. And Josh and Shay have some sort of secret segment that they re- refuse to tell me about, so I'm leaving that section open at the end of the show. So we can discuss whatever this top secret section of the podcast is about. So stay tuned, because even I don't know. I generally know everything. So um, all that and more on this week's Chompcast. Uh, But let's get to some intros here. Up first, the one and only Fish is here from Texas, the Filipino Johnny Depp. Um, Fish, I know you're still tearing through Far Cry 5 and... uh, Mm -hmm. Mm Much to my surprise, uh, Fish actually got a hold of some of that bliss oil in real life. Um, he's telling me that he drank some, and it's weird. Now he's just been sending me nudes all week, um, which is strange. What, what's going on, Fish? I don't know. It's all of a sudden I just started developing these this attraction for the same uh-huh. sex. You know, I just. Uh, I look at you. I'm looking at you much more differently Some, nowadays. Really, something in the something in the water, maybe, perhaps. Yeah, I, I think it's that bliss oil that's doing mm. something to me. Did you activate your? Uh, did you reactivate your grinder account as well? Yeah, for some reason that was the first thing I went for. Is activated, reactivated it. And, reactivate, uh, yeah, yeah. Started well. a. That's the fastest way. When you need to shoot that shit right in your veins, you just go right to the source. So, can't be out there fucking around. You know, Alex Jones might have been onto something with the frogs and all that nonsense, apparently. So, oh, yeah. 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 His little theory about us, the government putting shit mm-hmm. in the water that's turning the frogs gay. Yep. If it, if it works on frogs, it's got to work on fish. That's, I think that's the natural conclusion that we can draw. Yeah. Right? The okay. Fish and frogs go hand in hand. They both start they with the F. Yeah. Fish having hands and all now. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. He's, he can do incredible things with those hands. Let me tell you what. Um, God, I was just going down the Easter eggs of all those, those great Far Cry 5 Easter eggs this week. Um, and also the thought, like I watched, we and Fish watched that real life uh, Far Cry thing on Amazon, so maybe we can talk about that later, but they actually kind of show you what Bliss Oil would supposedly be like in real life, even though it's obviously ludicrous. but. Um, oh yeah, fun. it's way ludicrous. <laughs> Especially, yeah, I just finished up Fate's area, but yeah, that that they take it to wild it's, ass fucking it, places. In it's that Kojima, game. Kojima ludicrous, which I can get behind yeah. that guy. Yes, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it's on that level. Yeah, I would say yeah. so. Well, um, 
Thanks for being here, Fish. Uh, of course, and um, you know, keep sending those dick pics. I guess if that's what your heart tells you to do. Hey, um, if you're accepting, I'm ascending. You know, that's just the kind of friend I am. Speaking of dick pics for days, um, Shay Layton is here from Japan. And uh, the professor, he had one of the most famous dick pics in the history of Sword Chomp and Pokemon Go. Um, I'm sure if you remember that one. There, <laughs> I, I remembered. Well, why don't, you, why don't you tell us about that one, Shay? Go ahead. Go, enlighten our listeners, just in case they're new. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I got this brilliant idea that I would screenshot. Um, whatever Pokemon I was catching, because I had to go to the bathroom, and I was sitting in my living room throwing Pokeballs, mm-hmm. and a Paris appeared like in my bathroom does. while I was getting ready to go to the bathroom. So I mm-hmm. thought that would be a really good time to screenshot the very tip of my penis um, as I was trying to catch the Paris and send it to the guys. And it took them a little while to notice, but they found it. And then I realized I could take this joke one step further. So that I was I was on this uh, Pokemon Go Facebook group. Oh yeah, that's right. I that. <laughs> and I sent it I sent it to this mm-hmm. Facebook group. I'm like, oh, I need to get this Paris. And not a single person noticed my penis in that picture. <laughs> I was so proud that I managed to get nudity on Facebook on a group, yeah. a public group, without mm-hmm. anyone noticing. You just mm-hmm. got a lot of congratulations. Nice catch. Great job. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, thanks. Uh, yeah. It just little, goes to show... little like, small. Mm, there you go. It, it was hidden. Hey. It, it, was like, it was like a camouflage. It was like an I spy thing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, it was like... It, was, it blended in with the color, because my, my old bathroom back in the States is like a very brownish color. And I'm not saying my penis was brown, but it was just like... <laughs> <laughs> Did you, you might have that checked out. Just the, like the background, it blended a little bit better. So okay. yeah. my mushroom yeah. head was able to... It was like to, a magic uh, eye. You really yeah. had to kind of cross your eyes and stare through it for it to really pop out at you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are you fun, know, like could, those eye spy things. Yeah, yeah. God, those, those magic eye things were so difficult. I hate those. Uh, I could yeah, never, I could never see... What yeah. everyone else saw. Even if you saw mm-hmm. it, you had to like basically cross your eyes and focus so hard it wasn't enjoyable. So like, what's the fucking point of this shit? Um, no, I remember those. Yeah. Mm. You got to get good. Time. Yeah, well, magic eye. Get good. good at magic eye. Oh my god, I really, I really get gotta good practice looking at this. Well, yeah, that's what the internet tells you. You just, you got to get good. That's why the everything. 3ds never took Whatever. off. <laughs> uh that's that's funny yeah i remember that i remember everything about that post and um those it's you know it yeah one of those things i wish people could have <laughs> well i was gonna say i wish they could have experienced but maybe not um speaking of uh speaking of dicks right before our eyes um or i should say penises hiding right under our noses uh joshua fallery is here how you doing josh huh Dicks right. Let me try it again. Speaking of dicks right under our noses, there you go. That that that's better. All right. right? Okay. Sure. I I don't like to use the term penis to describe. So that's just weird. I mean, it doesn't make sense. So. (laughs) But dick, I think that's a fair assessment. Yes. Um, I can see that. Yes. 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 Uh, What about what about phallus or scepter? A a phall a phall a scepter right under our noses. I mean, yeah. Like, how about a phallus? Josh, lunginous fowler. 
Yeah, I guess so. I like where you're going. Yeah, like his head's foulless. Oh, <laughs> uh, I almost said I like where your head's at, Shane. Then it reminded me of that Paris picture again. <laughs> I like, like where your head's at. Right in my bathroom, taking a picture with Paris. Bah, boom. Uh, Josh actually said something today that I never thought he would say in a million years. You know? Do you remember what that was, Josh? Um. I didn't thank Ooh. you for anything today, did I? Oof, no. That oh, I like Fago is what I distinctly remember. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, he was talking about purchasing the next God of War game. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Who is this person? This is not the Joshua Fowler I know. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to pick it up. It looks like it's a large enough game that I don't really want to rent it or anything like that. I think I'm probably going to want want enough time with it that just buying it is probably the right call. Are you Man, ready to... Josh, I'm disappointed. I thought you were going to make a joke there. You're going to be like, yeah, I was thinking about picking it up and then realizing my mistake and putting it right back on the shelf and then walking away from it. <laughs> I thought that, see, that's a typical Josh joke. He let me down. Yeah. Oh. I mean, while I'm there, I may pick He's up some copies man. of one, two and three and, you know, just throw them away just outside the store, just so no one else is inflicted with that, you know. How dare pain. you? How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? More um, on that later. You know, that... <laughs> uh, that... Yeah, the game. that game is riding hot right now. That game is coming in hot. Um, weird because they were the reviews already dropped on that game, but it's not set to release until next Friday, which means we won't be able to talk about it until a week after, but... They they're getting the buzz out on this thing early, so um, usually that means they're just really confident when they're getting it out there. See, so it's got like a ninety-four Metacritic. It's the uh, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> it's the Bre- Kratos. Fish is actually excited about it. Fish messaged me today, and he's like, "Oh man, I'm so excited about this God of War game." Like, yeah, yeah. I've been wanting yeah. something good to come really out of that good. series. So mm-hmm. yeah, this looks it's like it's time. it, Josh. This looks like it's it. Made yeah. the right choice to buy it. Hmm. <laughs> I know it's really reminiscent to me of kind of like the buzz and hype around um, Horizon Zero Dawn, really, because if you guys remember, that game had a ton of hype, a ton of reviews right before it came out, and it delivered. And I think, like, God of War is going to be one of those games, like, very similar to Horizon Zero Dawn. Not just, like, not like how it plays, but just basically all the hype around it and um like the review like just basically the way it's released i f- and like the 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 accolades that it's going to get i feel are going to be very similar and maybe god of war will get yeah. a little bit more because it's had more entries in its in its uh series so to speak but i'm excited yeah, yeah it's it's yeah well it's already got the fan base behind it so they are they are feverish um i will say that you know, Corey Barlog directed it, and he was my favorite of the three. He made God of War 2, which was my personal favorite, so I'm excited for him. Um, but, you know, we will talk about that down the road. The uh, topic of the show this week—oh, wait, no. Before I get to that, this is a good quick thing. I wanted to give a quick shout-out to the—we um, uh, ran a pretty funny caption contest on the Ad Sword Chomp uh, Instagram in regards to a Pokemon card that my— um, my girl, my fiance actually found, and she was mad at me because I put on the Instagram that my daughter opened it, but apparently it wasn't my daughter. Apparently it was my fiance, and she was pissed that I didn't give her credit. So I'm giving you credit, even though you don't even listen to the show. Um, but basically, it was a Pokemon card. It was a, it was a combustion. That was that... the most. That was the most uh, not pitiful, but like 
vindictive thing I think you've ever done. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm gonna give you credit. Uh. I'll give you credit, I guess. Uh, yeah, uh, you know. I can you see this marriage really, is gonna go well. Really? Very well. Yeah, you should, you oh, should yeah. teach seminars on being passive-aggressive. <laughs> I could. I think so. Uh, What's funny is that she has a good yeah. eye for cock. Oh, you want those flowers? So, Honey, I, mean, I don't really want those flowers. I demand those flowers at the wedding. I guess. And then you you're know, just going to put them out like I, where no I one can see strange. them? <laughs> I, I also thought it was strange that she was so adamant about getting credit for this. She was like, you always take my credit. I'm like, no, I don't. Anyways, um, she has a great eye for cock, and she saw this Pokemon card. It's on the at Swordchomp Instagram if you want to see it. It's a combustion that looks like a penis, and it's very overtly looks like a penis, and we had a good laugh. Put it up on the Instagram. So um, my favorite comments, and uh, I'll break it down really quickly, um, just rounding them up. The runners-up was um, Lopez Lineman 70 said, when Metapod hits you with that Harden, which, you know, she got a good kick out of that one. And um, one of my personal favorites was, now that's a real cockfighter, which I thought was clever, uh, for sure. For sure, that one's pretty good. Uh, see, this one is good because is that a combustion in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? So, um, I get, there's an extra play on words there. They may not have even meant because pocket, pocket monsters, Pokemon. But I mean, if I had to pick a winner, the very first comment we got was I collect Pokemon cards for the plot. Um, yeah, which they set the, they set the tone <laughs> for the whole thing. So <laughs> that was a very Josh thing to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so usually if I can't think of anything clever and I have something on my hands, I just leave it up to the community to find something clever and they usually do. So thank you. But topic of the show, it's a good one. Villains, villains, villains. Uh, we will get some comments from the Instagram community mixed in there as well. Uh, and this, this was inspired loosely by the fact that there are a lot of villains in Far Cry 5, which is sort of the game of the moment right now still until God of War drops. And it's, they got their primary villain and there's a major villain in each part of the 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 county and it's they're very centralized like they're very important to the story and controversial in some ways people complaining about them which we don't have to talk about right now but the point is got us thinking about like villains what makes a good villain to you guys oh maybe what is a problem for gaming villains for you what are some of your favorite villains there's really no right or wrong way to answer this question it's just a fun way to have some villain talk. So I guess my starting point for me when I really thought about this, and then I'll kick you guys' direction, was just, I think for me, villains, I've always been a little bit more affected by villains in cinema. And I was trying to figure out why that is, because you guys know, like some of my favorite villains um, ever, like, you know, Anton Chigurh, played by Javier Bardem from No Country for Old Men, or obviously he also played a great Bond villain. Um, in Skyfall, and then there's so many from, you know, Silence of the Lambs, or I generally tend to like the creepy ones, which is probably says something about me, but I started thinking about it, and I realized that it's because of the performances, and that's something that's hard for video games to capture, um, but they're getting better at it in some ways. Um, uh, for example, look at something like Uncharted 4. Rafe was not the greatest villain in the world. He's just basically a snarky asshole prick. Um, but he was so realistically realized with the high, the high level of technology and the motion capture and the voice acting that he felt like uh, a more memorable villain in some ways than maybe some of the villains I grew up with because the technology lends itself to that. Performances are, mm-hmm. are key. Like you win an Academy Awards, like Javier Bardem won an Academy Award for 
No Country for Old Men, and it's hard to capture that in a video game. But now we're getting to the point where we get more of that. Like Joseph Seed in Far Cry 5, he's fully mo-capped. He's based off a real actor, which you can see on the Amazon thing me and Fish were talking about. And it's just, it's getting to an interesting place. And that doesn't mean I don't love a lot of classic villains that we'll talk about here in a bit, like Cypher or Seifer from Palm of C8 and stuff like that. But that's my starting point. For me, I love villains in films because the performances, the charisma, and that's harder to capture in video games in a lot of ways. Um, but they're getting there. But that was just my personal takeaway um josh how about you when you started thinking about this topic um yeah there's there's a lot to choose from since really uh, in a lot of games the main character is kind of a an empty vessel that you're supposed to just you know because they have no idea what sort of decisions you're gonna make so mm -hmm. a lot of times the focus gets put on the villains in a lot more meaningful way um, so there's, yeah. there's a lot of stuff to choose from, um, that's been just really well realized. Um, yep. I mean, for, for, for instance, any bad guys in a Bioshock game, like any of them, the main bad guys, the sub bad guys, they're all done so well. Um, yeah. That like, that's, that's the bad guys are the point of those stories. Really? I mean, there's, they're telling you something kind of about, about gaming in general, but yeah, I, I absolutely adore the villains in the original Bioshock. Um, they're just, yeah, so, so well done. Um, it just, yeah. Yeah. That's all Fish was about yeah, to leave I think, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Chase. I Sorry. think, I think one of the, the big things that I think Josh is kind of alluding to for villains, like, because, what makes a good villain, I mean, obviously, let's make the disclaimer now, it can be very subjective, but I think, for me, what I've experienced, mm -hmm. what makes a good villain, um, and why the Bioshock villain, um, the main one, is so interesting, is kind of like this level of mystique around the villain. Like, you don't see them much, or when you see them, they're just like this vile, evil um, villain, or it's perceived as such. Whenever I think of this like this kind of villain i think of uh lost i think of the others in the very first few seasons mm -hmm. where um you just knew that these these people were just fucking it, you you perceive them as very evil and like they just overpower the main characters by a substantial amount to the point where it almost feels hopeless but not quite and i feel like kind of with bioshock the original one um not that the main villain is overpowering, but he's just got this level of mystique. Like, we know just enough about him because he has the conversations with the main character, but we don't we don't see his face, really. Yeah, yeah. And we, we just don't know a lot about him. So, like, when you build up a level of mystique around someone, we as humans, being curious, we want to know the answer. And I think that's... Mm -hmm one mark of a good villain um, is just playing on that curiosity factor. Yeah. And I like it when they don't tell us the answer either, but that's a very much a personal preference that I have. There's Enigma. They did the same thing with Jamie Lannister in Game of Thrones. You hear about him for two books, and then in the third book you actually read from his perspective, but up until that point it's all distant stuff you're hearing, and that kind of makes you fill in this sort of uh, myth. They become like a mythical mm -hmm. uh, thing in your mind. Uh, and that's, I think, more fun and interesting. Um, Fish, what about you? 
Um, I thought about the one of the first games that the bosses really stuck out to me. Um, that being Mega Man, where <laughs> every boss you fight in that game, there's no backstory or anything to them. They don't tell you why exactly they're in this certain location other than they're themed after it but i always thought that those villains were stuck out to me as far as like as a kid like from yeah that perspective like i always thought that them putting so much detail into these bosses that you eventually come across after you get through their level um and actually facing off against them was um very interesting but didn't they like represent their level in a way like they were sort of like yeah. the metaphor yeah, the giant the embodiment metaphor. of their level yeah, yeah body and it's, it's almost like it's almost like their their not charisma but their sort of looking for well, anyways anyways like just like that level of intrigue and critic or not criticism charisma come from just like their art style and what they look like and their level like they're the embodiment of that so that's where all the uh charisma comes from it's really interesting mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i think that's a good example yeah and they also there's also like certain um mechanics that they introduce through the level that um is actually uh used by the boss at the very end to kind of get you warmed up for the battle um but yeah i always thought they were probably the ones that stuck out to me as a kid but um as a teenager um i think i was blown away by Metal Gear Solid, and I think a lot of people were mm-hmm. as well, especially if they were that age where mm-hmm. like these people are fully realized they're they're voiced and they they give like this big backstory like like all, all pretty much every single villain in Metal Gear Solid uh, the original or Metal Gear Solid yeah they each one of them is just so unique and like so interesting to me, yeah like. Like you come across Vulcan Raven for the first time, it's just some guy in a tank, and you're like, "Oh shit, that guy's just wants to kill me!" And like the first battle with him is, uh, it, not much is really said. And then, um, I think uh, th- th- there's back and forth in it. But... Yeah, not much is said, but like I'm pretty sure there's a point where he he gets out of the tank and a raven lands on his arm, and he says some weird mystical shit, and you're like, "Okay, there's something yeah. supernatural yeah, and then with leaves, this motherfucker." Just leaves. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then yeah. then later on you come across him uh, again, and um, it's a different fight, uh, but it's even more badass because he has, yeah, it it just yeah. build. It's like yeah. that something building inside of the, the actual player, where you're like, wow, this this guy's pretty cool. I wonder if I'm going to come across him again. And then you you kind of you start to think about him a little bit, uh, even though you're going through the game fighting other bosses. Like you you in the back of your head, you're like, oh, what's up with that Vulcan Raven guy? Am I going to come across him again? Yeah. And you do, and like you end up getting like more of his backstory and like where he's from and everything. And yeah, like, that's something. Yeah. That's something they did really well. Was actually the first two bosses, you don't kill. Like, mm-hmm. after that, you've yeah. had enough time mm-hmm. to kind of get to know these characters and stuff, and yeah. you'll start actually killing bosses. But they they know that you need to have some sort of action, some sort of big boss early on, and they don't just kill the bosses off so they end up being the bosses everyone forgets. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that stick around. You've got Ocelot and Raven that you fight twice. Um, well, well, twice Well, you know, on that note, Josh, so. he, that was one of the coolest things in games, if you think about it. 
almost all of them reappear. So Ocelot, you fight him, he's still alive. Uh, you fight Raven in the tank. Even when you fight Psycho Mantis, well, Psycho Mantis is a one and done, but he shows up earlier than that. Mm -hmm. um, Sniper Wolf, I believe, has two fights, doesn't yeah. she? So, yep. like, a lot of them are just, even in Metal Gear Solid 2, Olga, you fight her for at the beginning, but she stays there. Like, Vamp, like, that was one thing Kojima did. He knew that to create a big, like, it, this is a bad metaphor, but it reminds me of, like, when I was a kid and I watched, like, Dragon Ball Z or something. Mm -hmm. you would, they'd fight for a million times a million episodes and they would never die because they knew that that's what kept the uh, kept you ridiculously annoyed that <laughs> yeah. they were still fucking with you or you know it stretched you out so I think it's a it's a smart trick but it's a very sort of um, yeah. over dramatic like uh, it can be misused kind of sometimes like if they just yeah it works in video games, I think, more than film because it makes sense for them to continue to be alive for a gameplay perspective. In a movie, if you're just constantly trying to kill someone and they keep coming back, it can be a little bit ridiculous. Yeah. Um, no, I, I don't Jesus know. Jesus like, Christ. For it's Jason Bourne. <laughs> uh, God. Jason Bourne. Poor man's James Bond. No, I was just going to say, like, in Dragon <laughs> Ball Z, even for a kid, um, I think that long building of, like, Frieza for the for that saga like constantly having him kill people and mm. uh goku constantly fighting him and getting his ass rocked by him like as a viewer like eventually you're just like god damn it is, are they gonna get strong enough to actually kill him um not in that type of frustration but you know it's like man how how is he actually gonna kill this guy and like just those the numerous episodes of just seeing frieza whoop whoop on you know the whole crew is Boom. It, yeah, it's just a, it's a nice build up, I think. You know what it is? I think it's I think the word we're missing is a relationship. I think it comes down to building a relationship with someone, and if you were to kill them right away, then that relationship is gone. But just like anything in life, the more you hang around, the more you build some sort of relationship, and that goes with villains too. You can build. Mm -hmm. I don't do you think see that's more about their the depth, case, but I think a majority of the times that is the case. Like, yeah, there's some, some of the coolest villains in like in the world that we've seen don't hang around. Like, like what? Uh, Give me an example. Th think of someone like the Cuphead bosses. Like, uh, Jimmy, um, the genie in Cuphead, was my favorite boss from last year. He was one of my favorite villains as well, just because of his really? charisma and everything. Oh, wow. but, I'd say he's like, a good he doesn't, boss. He doesn't stick around in the game for an extended period of time. Yeah. He's just in, he's a one and done. And... So wouldn't that to make me, him kind of a dumb, a bad villain, though? A good boss, but bad villain. To you. To me, it doesn't. But to you, it might. To me, okay. it, was, it was like, because he was, he was the first one that, you know, I str actually struggled with extensively in that game. And so he became a villain at that point because it was like, you know, he, he wanted, he basically was not allowing me to progress in the game until I, you know, surpassed him. And I guess that would be kind of, I mean, like, do we, is that, at that point, is it just a boss or is that a villain? Because, you know, like, when I think villain, like you guys are saying, I think, like, they come around more than one time. But I think it could also be maybe where we loosely define it as, like, how much time is spent on this particular enemy. Yeah, well, be, Fish was talking about his, Fish was talking about his Mega Man bosses, and those are just one and dones, too. So, I mean, loosely, they would be considered villains. It's just a different, like, old-school video gaming and what's what Cuphead's trying to do. They were proposing a different kind of villain. You know what I mean? It was a lot less time and a right. lot less, lot less uh, material yeah. to work with. So, Right, right. I think another thing that really makes a good villain, too, is 
Um, probably some of my favorite villains in both gaming and other mediums is when they kind of flip the perception that you initially have of this villain on its head. Um, mm-hmm. And for me, because I, I wrote a list, I tried writing a list of five of my favorite villains. And I actually just changed this one at last minute. I knocked King Dice off, even though King Dice is a phenomenal villain. Um, I actually put really? Tim wow. from Braid on there as one of my favorite villains. Mm. Because the whole game, you're thinking he's the protagonist, and it ends up being that he's not. He's the antagonist. Yeah, so like, yeah. technically he's the one, villain yeah. of that game, and the whole time technically, yeah. you're playing as the villain, and you don't even know it. And that perception is just completely flipped on its head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it goes. A lo- it's kind of like Kotar too. In Knights of Old Republic, you play as a main character. Spoilers: If you never played it, it's probably never going to at this point. But uh, yeah, you basically go through the whole game learning about this evil guy named Darth Revan, and you find out at the end of the game that you are Darth Nev- Darth Revan. You just have like amnesia for, for whatever reason. So um, they do that a lot now. Like someone was saying, they did that in Bioshock Infinite, which I could barely remember. But I guess you were yeah. basically the bad guy from another dement timeline, another alternate timeline. Um, you were Comstock, so that's mm-hmm. I don't know that Bioshock Infinite. I don't know how I feel about that game, but that's a cool well, idea. It is, and I don't just mean like like the the hero to villain aspect. I just mean like ones that have that you know that have that perception twist, like uh, Final Fantasy X. Another one that I wrote down was Sin. Um, the whole time, your goal was to kill Sin, and you find out about two thirds of the way through the game that sin isn't just this like evil creature that's going to destroy the world it's also your father and you're like oh mm-hmm. fuck now i have to mm-hmm. kill my father it's not just this yeah like, yeah unknown entity yeah, that's, that's going to destroy yeah. the world well it's, you yeah. flip that perception I mean, and beyond that beyond that um like sin is the guy basically who is maintaining your world that you came from in that game so it's it ends up being right it's it's very similar. It's it's kind of another windfish situation, which, yeah, which is mm-hmm. likely why he ends up looking kind of like a big whale. I'm sure that was not completely unintentional. Uh, maybe so, yeah, that's right. true. Was that because they were like they had to dream Titus up to take down Sin or something weird like that? I don't remember the. It's been so long since I played Final Fantasy Ten. Wasn't that what the deal? Well, that the Faith dreamed <clears throat> him up or created him to take down Sin. Is that why he's? That why you're saying if Sin was gone, he wouldn't be there? more or less yeah okay i I know it's kind of hard Mm. to explain because it's final fantasy mumbo jumbo but i'm trying to get to the heart of that mumbo jumbo josh i'm trying to figure it out yeah Um, it's been a long time basically the whole spoilers for final fantasy 10 um yeah that's fine the the sin the big evil in the game there um is they never exactly explain what he is but um it's he's he is dreaming of a time before the apocalypse hit this world um basically just you know trying to to stay in that spot and mm-hmm. in order to keep doing that ends up destroying the world that has recovered since that apocalypse um and okay, in order to kind of stop that situation from continuing um yeah, someone from inside that dream has to come and, you know, kill Sin so the world can actually move on. Um, but you don't know yeah. that at the time. That's kind of all that is, you know, discovered as you go. Um, and so, you know, killing the last boss will also kill yourself 
Uh, so, yeah, it's... Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That's, that's kind of remember. It's just been a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, I think that was the idea with the Bioshock one, too, was that you played this guy the whole game, and then when you find out in the alternate timeline you became the bad guy that you were trying to chase down, you realized why you were becoming that. So the perspective was what led you down that path. One of the, uh, one of the comments mm-hmm. that we had about Metal Gear Solid that Fish had brought up was uh, Sebastek12 said, Revolver Ocelot is one of the best villains of all time. He has an unreal amount of depth to the point you could even make the argument that he's the true protagonist. Now that is a cool argument people in Metal Gear Solid nerds make because you start fighting Revolver Ocelot and he's actually, spoilers, he's the last boss. So in many ways, Revolver Ocelot mixed with Liquid is, Revolver is really the villain of that series. Even when you go back and play the prequel, uh, Metal Gear Solid 3, um, Revolver is a central part of that game that carries on even once you kill a boss. So, um, or what was the the female boss? She was just called the boss, right? Yeah, the boss. Mm-hmm. So, and there are fish. Fish used to have the biggest hard on for Revolver Ocelot. We used to like get on to our AOL. Oh, yeah. Remember, remember that fish? Yeah, yeah. Like I was so obsessed that he. <laughs> it's kind of like his origin stories in uh, Snake Eater. On Metal Gear Solid 3, uh, where you get to find out, like, how he actually finds out what, <laughs> like, I th- I think he was, I'm trying to think what other animal he was trying to call himself, or, it wasn't, uh, he, he eventually stumbled across Ocelot, I think. Um, oh, he was trying, trying a bunch of different animals? <laughs> yeah, and he was also, like, messing around with different guns as well, until eventually he came across, I yeah. guess, a revolver. Um yeah, he's just yeah. That, that's a that's a good point that um, Sebastic uh, brought up. That Revolver Ocelot is uh, a very unique uh, villain. He spans across you know the whole series. Um, and but yeah, his name was I think Adamska. Is his true name? And then eventually, like it's just cool. Uh, like he's one of those characters that really just. Why stuck did you out like him? Me. But why? Why? Let's get to the heart of this fish. Don't give me these cookie cutter answers. Why know. did you have a hard on for Ocelot? Tell me why. I'm trying to think. It's been it's been a while since I've actually thought about you know Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Um, You've gone quite. <laughs> uh, there had to be like something about him just triggered you in your brain. Was it like his yeah. his look? Was it his? It's, swagger was it I, I mean it's probably because like in the back of my head i thought yeah yeah he's probably the ultimate villain because he's been there the whole time you know fighting against snake and big boss like you as a player you constantly see him and you see him kind of grow up and also kind of evolve as a because mm-hmm. your relationship with him is you play Metal Gear Solid 1 and 2 you've already established this character this character already exists and now you're getting backstory so it's like you yeah yeah, yeah. see that's interesting that's I think yeah. kinda... it, it, it makes it yeah you grow kind of more of an appreciation for those previous games when you get more of his backstory um, Kojima was good at that shit he was good at oh, I, yeah. wanted to, I wanted to split this up well, here he also made quite a task for himself after he wrote all the retarded shit yeah. in the two because it was supposed yeah. to be the last game. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. true. He's like, oh it's man, true. I've got to somehow explain all this well, now, and you and, say and, and, like, and then manage to in three. So, yeah, well, no, actually, in, <laughs> in four, four, which is great, Metal Gear Solid, despite what Josh might tell you. Um, let's see here. I want to go around and let everyone read a comment, one that stuck out to you guys. From the Instagram, again, at Swordchomp Instagram page every Thursday. 
we will try to get a voice from the listeners and we will we're gonna have to try and narrow these down even though we'd love to read all of them every week we want these to try and feel more special um so let's see if there's one that jumped out to you guys shay do you have a comment that you'd like to read yeah is it all right if i read the one that i got on the twitter yes yes absolutely um so (laughs) the twitter handle bram stoker's dead horse at prince protea uh (laughs) he wrote um his answer was kefka because he's the most terrifying to me he's evil because he can be he finds joy in what he does and can't be reasoned with the more you thwart him the more determined he becomes you have to kill him because he will kill you and everything else simply because he can yeah which if you guys don't know kefka is from final fantasy 6 yeah yeah mm-hmm. and i wonder i don't think he would have been as in, uh, the, the thing that i think works in his favor is the fact that he, there was no voice acting back then and Square, saw, Square hadn't fallen into all their bombastic ins- insanity that they do now. So I think that really worked to his advantage because you could really fill him in in your mind. You know what I mean? Like a good book. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's one thing that games now kind of in a, indirectly in a way suffer from is that um, because there's voice acting now, we can't have these super zany, ridiculous super villains or not super villains uh, just villains in general or bosses without them seeming like corny or even more unbelievable than they already are because if they have some weird voice like oh, i'm gonna kill you like frieza free like frieza's voice as a kid was like oh okay cool but now listening to it as an adult it just it grinds your gears and if they had like a weird villain like a kefka Mm-hmm. with a really off-putting voice for, for voice acting, then it just isn't believable or relatable, you know? So, yeah, I agree with you. I think that yeah, it benefited, definitely different. benefited from uh, no voice acting at the time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you look at the villains in Final Fantasy these days are more and more political villains. Like, they're, you know, countries mm-hmm. going to war and stuff. Um they're much more serious than they used to be. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Not that that's a bad you? thing, but it is completely different than how it used to be. So, to a degree. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What about you, Josh? Is there a comment you wanted to read? Yes. Uh, <laughs> to infinity, to infinity and Brian says the best villain villain in video game history as of right now is the RNG drops in destiny Two. <laughs> oh, you silly! <laughs> oh, I, I I beat the shit out of that villain. <laughs> I was gonna say fish. That villain was no match for fish in his uh, stay until mm-hmm. six a.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, was, there was no stopping fish on that one. Yeah. Actually, no, that's not true. I never got a Gallahorn until oh. Rise of Rise of Iron. I think that was actually... that, that. That was Destiny One. That was Destiny yeah. One. Oh, but yeah, that's true. Destiny I'm One. Surprised was like, our community didn't. Our community didn't make the joke of EA as being the greatest villains in gaming right now. Mm. Yeah, well, they, it was so obvious. Single. So obvious. Yeah. And yet, yeah. Mm. <laughs> a lot of, like, yeah, that's true. Well, they would be like the uh, overlord. A lot of people. You know, like yeah. if, uh, if Destiny 2 was the Darth yeah. Vader, then they were the, the EA is the Emperor. Yeah, I don't know. So. EA, it's, it's, it's not really believable. They're just 
so pure evil. It's just <laughs> yeah, how, it's, how are you supposed? To, how are you supposed villain, to yeah. really get in? You know, into that. It just there's no know. complexity there. It's yeah. just straight evil. Nothing in real life would actually be that completely soulless and you know, just just a complete mm. void of yeah of character <sighs> and feeling. It's just yeah. Yeah, I just don't buy it. I'm with you. Yeah. Nothing could be that evil. <laughs> um, <laughs> what 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 about you, Fish? You got a comment you'd like to read? Um, this one's from Ectological. Uh, he brings up two villains. I'll just read his first one because the other one it's actually a spoiler for me. But um, uh, his first uh, <laughs> villain that he brought up is uh, I think Saren from the first Mass Effect is a really amazing bad guy. Hmm, Saren. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't Forgot remember Saren at all, man. Like, I, I know he was a badass villain, but I don't remember really? him at all. I'm just being honest. And mm. it's just because Mass Effect 1 was, what, 2007? Like, oh, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. yeah it has been a long time. time. Yeah, yeah, he was really good. And then good. he was gone in 2, and then 2 carried over into 3. So 1 always feels separate for me. Not in a bad way. I love 1. Mm-hmm. But um, 1 feels disjointed. Like, they weren't sure it was going to be a trilogy. And then it was really successful. It said, hey, let's make it a trilogy, you know? Yeah. That whole deal. No, I, so. I remember Saren very much. Like he was he was part of that uh secret operatives mm-hmm. uh team of yeah. that kind of protects uh keeps law in the galaxy, so yeah. to speak. And um He had your job uh, before he went crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's what was so interesting about him. <laughs> um uh, and and also <clears throat> why so many people hate the ending to the whole series is because you end up going crazy like him more or less and that's kind of where a lot of people just got lost that's that's my one of my favorite things when they show the trip to madness like i Mm -hmm. hope that god of war kind of shows that maybe with how his son is going down but like i love it when they show you see a character that's fucked up and then through a long and arduous path you're like oh i completely understand how they became that way that's always been interesting to me um uh, and that's something that video games do really well. Border Jumper Mel said, I really love how they created the villains that are featured in Persona 5. The creativeness in taking um, the character and their downfalls and developing a realm villain for each version of themselves is exciting and different than other games. So well, the way it worked mm-hmm. in Persona 5 was you'd have like a real version, like the creepy gym teacher who was like molesting his students or whatever. They had a real version of him in real life. But when you went to his like vice world or his evil world, there was a another version of him there that was like exaggerated uh, version of his, his evilness like he was running around and like creepy what what did he have like a robe and he was like naked or something and he's surrounded by women i don't remember but it's been a while but he was like an exaggerated version of his like his his evilness in real life manifested um visually in the in the persona world and that was a, a cool yeah. thing they did with each of the villains so. um persona's always done a really good job with that stuff but yeah, I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing with villains is it's, you can take it so many, I don't know, like what you guys' favorite would be. I know Shay made a list. I, to be honest with you guys, I didn't make a full list, um, but like a couple that routes to my head, you guys know Seifer is my favorite character ever from Final Fantasy, but I was also 16. So I, I haven't played that game as an adult to really reference it, but I would say the reason mm-hmm. I loved him as an antagonist as a kid was number one, he wasn't the main villain. And you guys know me, sometimes if they're the main villain, I yeah. don't get as behind them. You know what I mean? Because that's like, Adia, Sephiroth, all those people are, are great villains. I like the secondary. Like sometimes I like the villain that's like a little more uh, yeah. in the in the gray area sometimes. Well, 
Yeah, um, and Final Fantasy in particular, the secondary ones were better because in a lot of the older games, the end villain was just evil incarnate. Mm-hmm. Like it's some, you know, yeah. evil from beyond the cosmos that wants to end all life. Like, okay, yeah, I guess I'll kill him. They seem to be a bad guy. Whereas everyone else who somehow gets tricked into that has a reason for it. Um, so well, yeah. Sifra was your friend too. I mean, you open the game fighting against him. You're in school with him, and he, you, you so it's like you have well, a relationship with more him. like rival, like like rival, yeah, friendly right. Yes, you're right. But I, I mean, they had a respect for each other. But yeah, I guess you're right. They probably wouldn't because they're friends. You know, it's kind of funny. I just realized is like that comparison works so well between Final Fantasy seven VII and eight because like Sefer or Sefer, whatever you want to call him, is uh, like one of the secondary villains. And then Sephiroth in 7 is one of the secondary villains. So I just imagine like they're sitting there, like they've just come off the um, success of Final Fantasy 7. They're like, what are we going to name this side villain? We already have Sephiroth. And they're just like, let's take the, like, the, the last three letters off. Let's just, instead of Sephiroth, <laughs> let's just do Sephir. Yeah, they, like, no, the that, does, that doesn't work. Uh, stick an eye in there somewhere. Well, they did go from cloud to squall, so they had there a, we go. Mm-hmm. They had a very specific thing. See, I don't know. I disagree with that though. Wasn't Sephiroth the final boss? I kind of consider him the primary antagonist in Seven. I mean, you don't fight Sefer as the last boss in FF8. It is, uh, um, Ultimicia. Um, Ultimicia, yeah. So. I don't know if you can. Cons- I don't know if we consider yeah. Sephiroth a secondary villain, there, buddy. I, I would consider. I don't, well, like I had always imagined, like Genova was essentially the main villain, and she's kind of what gave Sephiroth his powers. So I don't. It's you're probably right. Sephiroth is probably the main villain, but like the, the first half of the game, he's definitely. I feel like the secondary villain because you're constantly fighting Genova, and she seems like what you're gonna have to fight at the end game. And then you realize mm. it's Sephiroth. But I don't know. I don't know. That's just my perception uh, when I was in, in Final Fantasy VII, I would, I would say the, the secondary villain was actually uh, Hojo, um, the scientist who did all the experiments with... Um, oh, interesting. Okay. You have multiple boss fights with him throughout the game, and like he, he always has like this weird fucking Frankenstein type, type of algamations that fight with, alongside with him until you actually fight against him. Um, for the last time, but yeah, he's the one who was responsible for, um, forgot the name of the town that Cloud grew up in with Tifa, but, um, apparently, like, he... Nibelheim? No, not Nibelheim. Uh, Midgar. No, not Midgar. It was a little town. Anyways, it, Some Final Fantasy VII fans are freaking out right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, at, at that mansion, I don't know why they have that town. voice. <laughs> yeah, you're just stereotyping. Ugh. I, 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 this is not Final Fantasy VII fans, no, but I love my voice. I would dis, I would disagree with you. Mm. I think the secondary villain is the Midgar Snake. Actually, oh, well, now he's just being, <laughs> now he's just being sarcastic. All right. Yes, I had to come back and whoop that motherfucker after he killed me like two or three times trying to get through that swamp. Dude, Dude actually, I remember as a kid, the very first time fighting that motherfucker, he was. He was an angry little guy. Or big guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a... Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, that's a, that's an interesting one. Just The reason I bring that up is because 
Um, that was one that meant a lot to me as a kid. I just haven't adjusted as an adult. Um, analyzed it again as an adult, but I will say this. He was also a character that looked like me. Most Final Fantasy characters look like fish. They're, you know what I mean? Like, they don't look like Morgan. So I was yeah. very refreshing that, like, finally I had a Final God, Fantasy antagonist so that looked like me. Like, you're so... Narcissism. <laughs> That's not ego... No, I'm just saying that, like, he did He's my kind favorite because like he looks like me. Well, I'm, I'm just saying that it's more relatable. Like, That's it's my hard impression to... of you. Just now. <laughs> Voice and everything. Oh, Blood hair, blue know. eyes. Well, yeah, yeah. And, like, it, like... <laughs> like, there's something to that. I mean, can you do that if, voice just for the rest of the podcast? I'll have you know. <laughs> I forgot the point I was going to make, but it was going to be a good one. Um, it's important if you resemble the character because you have to see some of yourself as a reflection. No, okay, so basically, um, there is just, I think there is something to that. I do, I do. Just like, like, Fish loves Squall because he was a badass, but they look kind of the same. Like, you know, I think there's something to single above yourself. Anyway, real quickly, who'd you say your favorite villain of all time? If mine is, let's say, Seafer from Final Fantasy VIII, my childhood says that in his romantic dream um, and ambitions. And uh, also, uh, who'd you say your favorite of all time was, Fish? Right off the top of your head. Favorite villain. Go. Mm, I don't know. Okay, good answer. Josh. Thanks. Favorite villain. <laughs> you even thanked me for that. What a gentleman. <laughs> Goodness. Okay, you guys it's, are really it's killing tough. me. I, it's tough. I, There's I, some. I, yeah. Go ahead, I'm Shane. ready to go. I'm okay, ready to go. You guys think okay. about it. So okay. I, have, I have my top five list, and it's not in any particular order. Uh, Dark Soul and Dark Dragon from Shining Force 1. Okay. Shaogarath, uh, the, the god from Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion. Uh, Tim from Braid, Sin from Final Fantasy X, and the fifth one, you guys ready for this one? Nicole slash The Marker from Dead Space 2. Okay, that's a good one. I would say I, Tim is a, Tim is a good choice. I think Tim is a, an interesting yeah. choice. And Nicole, yeah, yeah I never I just, thought about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah she was such a good one because like that's like that perception is flipped on you at the end of the first game, and then the second game, like you're you're kind of mentally battling with her and then at the end you have to fight this kind of like um this vision of her basically which is the marker and in in your mm-hmm. own mind and it, i just remember that fight so vividly to this day so it just that's came to me yeah 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 that, that's that that's a good one josh and fish do you have anything to that... fish you thought of one you're giving me the thumbs up uh, yeah yes yes pokemon gary from the original red and blue mm. That's a really good one. That's a Fuck really yes. good one. A rival. From, from, Another from rival. The anime. Yes. Yeah. Everything from the anime to the game. Yeah. And again, he, he had this. Been a dick. Fish had the same hair growing up too. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Of course. Same hat. Um, I had the same Pokemon lineup as well. In my life. <laughs> 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 it's right. Same mother. Same mother. On time. Pokemon Go, all these years later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And your your favorite catch phrase, catch you later, nerd. And then you run off. Well, could you could you name Gary or could you only name your own character in that game? I it's been a long time. Uh no, you I can think, you can yeah, name your yeah. you can name your rival. Gary. Oh, you can name him. You can name him I must well. I think I always used to name my Gary Fish. I used to name my Gary Fish because we were friends at the time and we were rivals. So every time I have a rival in Pokemon, I always name them Fish if if they look if they're male. Uh, otherwise it doesn't work. Um or if it's a girl, I just name him after an ex-girlfriend that I hate. What about you, uh, Josh? Uh, I, 
It's tough. There's a lot of competition here. I really do think the boss is one of my favorite villains just of all time. Really? From okay, MGS3. From Metal Gear Solid 3. Yeah. Um, it's a good one. Yeah, just because really, just like her, her whole story there, we've already been spoiling everything, so just, as, just assume spoilers from now on out. But uh-huh. the whole story there is that she is actually still on her mission. Like, she completely followed through on everything she was ordered to do, continues mm-hmm. to do so, and her mission is now to continue acting like the bad guy and to have you kill her in order to avoid a world war. Yeah, yeah. And, and that follows fight, and through like, on it. And it is yeah. such an amazing, amazing yeah. character because of it. I always thought she was cool because it was interesting to see Snake, um, or I guess she, he was Big Boss, sorry. It was interesting to see Big Boss, but he looks and acts just like Snake because they're clones. Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting to see someone that he deeply remired, admired and respected. Like, yeah. he talked to her in a very, um, with a lot of admiration and, and respect, in, in a way that you know, Snake or Big Boss would not generally talk to people. Normally, Snake or Big Boss is just like, mm-hmm. hey, I know what I'm doing. I'm gruff. I've been through it all. But, like, there was a lot of admiration. And it was implied that there was a romance as well, of course, between them. But mm-hmm. it, it, was a, it was a cool, deep level of admiration there. A very strong female character. So that's a good one. Yeah. Um, all right. Last one. And then we're going to move on. And other than this jilted thing, um, a new listener and friend, Kilted Gamer, said Luca Bright from Sukunin 2. Sadly, I never played that. My all-time favorite villain. He's psychotic, bloodthirsty, and insanely powerful. He's not too crazy. There isn't a point that he's not the cold, logical type either. He's the perfect balance that screams, I really want to punch this guy in the face. Now, Sukunin 2 is a game that a lot of people have really recommended. Um, It's just, you know, it's hard to squeeze that stuff in because we're so busy. But maybe down the road if we expand and we have extra time, I've heard Mm -hmm. nothing but good things about that game. The Sukunin series is very, um, like, one of my best friends he absolutely loves those games but they are very intensive they're like you spend so much time playing those games like persona level time playing those games Mm -hmm. yeah it's true and the only other funny thing i was going to say was epidemic mike said that hey at sword chomp shigur isn't a villain from no country for old men oh yes he is come on now um but he did say the best villain gameplay wise was psycho manis from metal gear and he gave a shout out to all the villains from grand theft auto which i was going to say i don't know if you guys remember this samuel l jackson was actually voiced the villain in grand theft auto san andreas um, and he was incredible. I totally forgot. A lot of people, if you hate your Grand Theft Auto, you probably never played it. But as Fish can, I'm sure he'll test to with me. Samuel L. Jackson played a crooked cop in GTA San Andreas, mm-hmm. and it was fucking awesome. I remember I was in this dark phase where I was watching Pulp Fiction all day, jerking off at night, and then I wake up in the morning and play Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. That was my whole life, basically. And in between was triple whoppers and chicken nuggets because um, I was a kid working at Burger King. And um, mm-hmm. I remember I was in this like 90s crime mode so i would like watch pulp fiction during the day and then play grand theft auto at night and samuel L. jackson i fell in love with this character in pulp fiction i'd go and buy san andreas he's voicing the cop i'm just yeah. like this is fucking incredible yeah you know? san andreas was interesting because they just really went on on trying to find actual actors to voice act stuff mm-hmm. in there david cross is in yeah, there david yeah. cross is in there <laughs> as uh yeah You'll end up hating him after playing that game because he has just you will. the world's worst mission. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, is he the remote-controlled helicopter guy? Uh, yeah, or, or, or remote-controlled airplane. Oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah. 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 Did you play San and so Andreas, he sits there and You I've, played San Andreas? I've played a decent chunk of it. I never beat it, but yeah. I didn't either. Um, 
just because the GTA ness overwhelmed <laughs> yeah. me at some point. Yeah, <laughs> but like he does. Of course, they've got the whole game thing in there, and especially GTA thing, where anytime you do anything wrong, you know, one of the side characters is just gonna bitch at you. So you end up hearing David Cross bitch at you about trying to fly this awful little remote control helicopter. Oh yeah. <laughs> just constantly. <laughs> God, that that I, that should be a poll. Have you have you all finished sixty percent of? I feel like everyone I know has finished sixty percent of San Andreas. That no one's about actually right. finished it. <laughs> I think I finished about sixty percent of most GTA games. That's that's about where I give up on most of them. So that's you know, I, I beat GTA Four, and I couldn't tell you who the fucking antagonist was in that game. Uh, Nico Bellic. Wasn't the main... Isn't that... You know what? Nico I couldn't even Bellic. tell you. I couldn't tell you if that was the <laughs> yeah. protagonist Nico or the Bellic. antagonist of that game. No, I don't remember who the antagonist was, but Nico Bellic was definitely the the Russian immigrant who was the main character in um, GTA mm-hmm. 4. And I don't even like GTA yeah. 4. I just remember that. And then 5, that's the biggest thing that went downhill. Although, Epidemic Mike, thank you for your comment. Um, I was just going to say that they've GTA has gone downhill with the characters. Like, they're very well realized now, but they're boring. Like, and mm. GTA 5 was just, and this is my opinion, they, they're just boring. Like, I'd, Trevor was just really annoying. Like, oh, I'm going to flip off the handle trailer trash guy. He wasn't interesting. They had this really boring um, sort of like retired mob guy. I, they're just lame. They're just really lame. So I, I don't know. To me, Far Cry has been like the best GTA ga- game since San Andreas. So it's been refreshing, um, which I know is not high praise necessarily for people like Josh. But <laughs> if you're into those things, um, anyways, fun topic. Thanks everyone for your comments and insights as usual. Um, there's so much you could say about villains, but now you know a little bit about us. You know, Samuel Jackson and Seifer from Eight for Me. Shay's got a lot of love for Tim and some dragon from Shining Force that I forgot the name of. Um, <laughs> some dragon. <laughs> something. I don't know. It's some sort of dragon. He said it really fast. Such a good um, sell. He's always sneaking the, the Shining Force in there. Josh said um, the boss, and then uh, Fish uh, said Gary. So there you go. Um, so, which surprised me because I thought Fish was going to for sure go with Andrew Ryan. That one really threw me through a loop there. Hmm. Yeah, he's a good villain as well. Would you kindly pick another villain fish? God damn it. That was that was somebody else. That was a, that was Fontaine. Yeah, that, oh, that yeah, yeah. 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 Um some actually believe it or not, I'm not gonna go into the full thing, but um now I have to do it because you just reminded me fish thinks a lot. Uh somebody had actually mentioned mentioned Fontaine, so um but uh moving on here as we get to the next topic. Um sorry I'm scanning because I really want to find who talked about uh, Fontaine, and I'm failing to do so. So I guess we will move on. Oh, here we go. The Guided, view, co- Guided view comic review said uh, Frank Fontaine. So Frank Fontaine. <laughs> you scanned all that just for that. Good. <laughs> I wanted Good. to give them their credit. They're due. Yeah, that's it. Um, They're due. Uh, what do they do for? Uh, well, their credit. Uh, uh, congratulations. Some of these are hard because I <laughs> these games meant a lot. <laughs> yes, thank you. Congratulations. There, some of these like stories and games I know intimately, but it's been so long that I feel like it's hard for me to discuss them because like my parts of my brain have sort of separated. So, um, all those drugs, huh? Yeah, <laughs> all that bliss oil. Uh, all that bliss oil. Um, polls. Da da da. Time to run down the polls of the week, as you will find every Tuesday at Swordchomp on the Instagram page. You can vote. 
and we read the results and briefly discuss them on every podcast for a good old time. The first one, as Shay would appreciate, was Spiral Reignited Trilogy has been given a date, and it also came out with a trailer with gameplay and all sorts of stuff. Um, Shay, did you have a t- chance to watch the Spiral Ignited stuff at all? No, I haven't. Um, I haven't been Damn able it. to watch the trailer or anything because, and I don't really want to, just because I know I know what the Spyro games are, and I'm excited for them. So I, I don't mm-hmm. feel like I really need to watch anything but i just know i'm excited and i'm definitely gonna just like the crash okay. bandicoot one i'm gonna buy it right when it comes out because i'm a sucker that like yeah. the, these awesome remakes like the medieval the crash bandicoot the spyro they clearly clearly went to my yeah. personal gaming collection what the like, hell? we know he likes this one we know he loves this <laughs> one he tried doing a let's play on the old youtube channel that we had of medieval let's throw all these his way they know they know me so well yeah. uh, throw me a bone give me a tomb raider remake you're giving shay everything he's ever wanted they've give me already rebooted there. that series almost i don't want to reboot i don't want to reboot that's true if they I want if tank they, with boobs josh tank with boobs yeah what's to if remake they of the original one <laughs> make <laughs> shining force like the yeah. originals wasn't the antagonist like the original day while keeping the classic but Josh got a big look at Josh's got a big joke in the in the wing. Here we go, Josh. Let it oh, out. Sorry, sorry. The antagonist in the original Tomb Raider was actually actually the dinosaur. It's uh, uh, I thought you were gonna say, I thought, I thought gonna say it was the controls. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say it was the controls. There's oh! that too, but uh, oh! you know, damn dinosaur. Yeah, they, that dinosaur was great. Come on now. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't. What was great it was, about it? It was just fun to kill. He just backflip and Butt in my face. Um, anyways, 64% of our followers said yes. They are buying that immediately. So oh, that's gross. You don't like Spyro? I never really liked it or played it. I played the what? demo of it. Yeah. Oh, you never you. played Spyro. Fuck what? You. what are you fucking mean? I'm no. kind of curious. <laughs> I fuck you. <laughs> you fuck it's interesting. me. I fuck Some you. Of the... <laughs> you fuck with me. I fuck with you. Sorry, uh, I don't know where that came from. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that was in the era of really crazy tech hacks in order to make impressive things possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and Spyro in particular hid its loading screens. I don't know if you remember that. Because it would fly and it would count yeah, the gems and stuff. In, yeah, he'd yeah. fly like so. There was never there were never loading screens as such well, in that game. Like they they did some really yeah. cool technical stuff that was just really impressive at the time. And it's not you can't really do the same thing and have it still actually impress someone. It's it's always interesting when they go back and remake these games that yeah certain things just don't stand out at all. Like the idea of yeah. not having a loading screen was a huge deal at the time. Um. But it's the game people want, Josh. But here's the problem. Yeah. Like I said with Crash Bandicoot, didn't end up enjoying it as much as... I love Crash as a kid. Didn't end up enjoying mm-hmm. the remake as much as I thought I did. So, uh, but I don't know. I don't know what to think of this. Yeah. I'm excited and I'll buy I, it, but... I think it's possible just because the original was kind of a collect-a-thon. I mean, you, kinda, you mm-hmm. know what you're getting. I think... Yeah, wasn't it yeah. like open world, Pseudo, like exploration yeah. type of thing? Yeah, you just run around and collect like gems yeah, and you shit. Just, That's all yes, you did. It was really. just, it was a platformer of that era, is more or less what it was. Like yeah. you, you go around, yep. collect all the things. 
that's it's kind of what that game was. But it was still yeah. really fun. Um, it was. So. Goddamn right t- it is. Mm-hmm. It, was it? I think was it really this this is what it shooting comes flames down out to. of your character's mouth is that fun fish you don't Flying get to talk around. about fucking shit about collecting you played destiny for how long to collect stupid <laughs> fucking <laughs> weapons i'm just trying whoa, to get a whoa. rise out of you guys <laughs> God, God damn it. you got it you've really ign- you've really reignited a rage in shay oh i'm done get it get it um so I was walking out of the room. Thanks uh, a lot, Morgan. Watch your head. Well, those five Japanese prostitutes are following out the <laughs> those room. Those Japanese as well. doors just aren't <laughs> <laughs> He crouched four feet just to leave his apartment for that whole scene. Mm-hmm. Um you know it's fish, it's all directly tied to how much those games mean to you. Like a Tomb Raider remake would mean the world to me and probably nothing to someone who doesn't like those games, even if they made it look prettier. So if if Spyro means a lot to you. Uh then the remake will probably mean a lot to you as well. Yeah. Well, that and yeah. the only way I would play a Tomb Raider remake is if Nathan McCree shows up in the intro yeah. and just gives a delivery. Like, because that man has, he has the voice to do it. If he just came out with a beautiful intro. Yeah. I can't do his <laughs> British accent. The, but, uh, the interesting thing I, about a Tomb Raider remake is if they remade it as is, um, it would take about 10 minutes to complete the game because the majority of the challenge of that game was telling what you were looking at. Um. <sighs> which polygon is which? <laughs> that like, was I know, right I there, know there's the a doorknob here somewhere. Brown which direction do I face to click pixel. it? All right, moving on, you haters. <laughs> um, did you know, uh, I asked him, our audience, did you know that there is such thing as a venomous primate after our discussion last week? And 61% of our audience said no. They had no idea that that cute-ass venomous primate exists, the one that grabs the juices from its armpit and puts it on its fangs and bites people. Um, teeth, fangs, whatever you want to call them. So, Wait, but, people so, in s- specifically? It bites people? Well, it, whoever. Whomever. It bites everything. Um, These are aggressive so, monkeys. They are. They are. They're just adorable, but they're... they're I, I want to go YouTube these to see them in action, but surprisingly, 40% of people said yes, they knew they were venomous primates, which... You can't really find much action high. on YouTube. They They take that down. Oh. Pretty, yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah. Mm. So it's yeah, a family-friendly website. Yes, not, yes. Uh, <laughs> they should have had something like that in Far Cry. Fish, Fish was telling me about the animations in Far Cry. There's some where, like, the Wolverine when it attacks you, it bites you in the nuts, which is a very Far Cry thing. Oh yeah, and it's animated to bite you in the nuts. So again, right up Josh's alley. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right up via Fish's alley. Um, so if you want to hear us talk more about that venomous primate, you should check out our last podcast, last week's show. Um, this is one that our audience got dead wrong. I'm very sorry. I said Morgan experienced what women refer to as multiple orgasms when No Man's Sky Next was announced. 60% said no, I did not experience multiple orgasms, and they would be wrong. I absolutely did experience many, many orgasms one after another when I read about my No Man's Sky. And uh, I'm disappointed that they did not know that I would do that. Maybe they thought I was a hater. Maybe there's some new new listeners or new fans that think they don't like it. Huh. Um, but they broke well, my... Well, I, I didn't get any orgasms, Morgan. What does that say about me? I don't think you've ever had an orgasm, though, right? Um, will you give No Man's Sky another shot? Sadly, no. 61% of people said no. Yeah. Uh, Those sad. people are right. 
No. Fish, you gave it another shot and you loved it. Those numbers seem... I did. Significantly, <laughs> significantly lower than they ought to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm telling you. No Man's Sky next is going to blow... What's so great about it? Doors. No, they haven't What's announced it, it do? No one knows what it's about yet. How did oh you have God. an orgasm then? Because they said it's going to be the biggest update ever, and we already loved the last update, Fish. Don't you remember me and you played it for like several weeks? True, true. The last update was a train wreck. Okay, Josh, don't you say things like that. It, literally, that's what the update that was. was like this, so this next one is going to be literally, no man's guy next, just an animation of a train wreck. And that's all it's going to be. You know, the galaxy. You did. You got to get to the center of the galaxy. All textures. All textures in the game are actually replaced with that gif of a train wrecking. Just (laughs) yeah. You know, Shay, you did wait. As long as it doesn't drop the frame rate, I'll Mm -hmm. play that game. (laughs) It does drop the train rate. Oh. Should be increasing it. The train rate. (laughs) That sounds like. Like an algorithm for an like an orgy. Yeah. Um, so decreasing the train rate is not an issue. It's just whenever it decreases that quickly. That, the uh, mean train rate divided by the the high. <laughs> um, so Morgan's math corner <laughs> ends as only, quickly as it started. I can't do basic math, but you know, yeah, the seventeen. Do, I can well, pretend anyway. I can do so, trigonometry <laughs> when there's dicks involved, and um. That didn't come out right. So let me back up here. Um, what I was going to say was uh, they haven't announced what it's actually going to be, but I'm, I'm guaranteeing that this update is going to take the world by storm. Mark my words. Uh, the last poll was just very simply, sharks are the coolest. End of story. 61% of our audience said yes, and they're right. Sharks are the coolest. What? So Sharks are the coolest, fish. Yes or no? The coolest what? Weird. They're just the coolest. The coolest. The coolest coolest what? The coolest. The coolest part of that poll? The coolest of everything. They're just, there's nothing cooler than a shark. Give me one thing cooler than a shark. Just anything. Objects. Ice cream. Otters. Ice cream is absolutely right. But sex? Mm. Music? Sex? Give me a break, Shay. You can have sex, you can go swim with a great right shark. What are you going to pick? I've never had sex. I'm a virgin. I'm just hoping one day I get to have it because it's so cool. So you're going to go with the shark? No. Nah, I'm, I'm definitely going to go with music as being cooler than a shark. Yeah, Slipknot. Sure. Yeah. So let's, go watch, <laughs> let's go watch Slipknot. There you go. There you Live. Go. If I have to That's watch them, I'm going to put my fingers in my eyes. Uh-huh. Oh, he's been waiting all podcasts to get that one in there. It's the Step only way. Just slowly stop. Yeah. I thought one of you guys were going to finish it, damn it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> fish, fish should be suspended for saying giraffes. Somebody get him out of here. Suspend him for two minutes. Go to the box. Um, okay. Penalty box. Uh, uh, I'm glad you clarified which box a, he needed to go to. Do you, do you, do you, <laughs> should, fish, do you, do you really think otters are cooler than sharks? Mm, actually, they're more cuter than sharks. Cuter. Have you ever there seen you go. A, Cuter. Have you ever, have you ever seen a cute shark though? <sighs> Yes. Fuck no. Baby sharks. Baby sharks yeah. are fucking adorable. Yeah, yeah they are adorable, yeah, they're actually. Kinda, yeah, they're about as adorable as a little uh, demon can, can be. So, yeah. You know, it was late. It's, I don't know. It's, it's so weird that, like, whenever a baby shark comes out of the mama shark's vagina, it's all bloody. 
and then <laughs> why is that weird what the fuck just happened <laughs> what <laughs> you did no expansion on that just the big <laughs> idea So, uh, what, what do you think? What do you think humans are covered with when they come out of their mother's cranberry juice, vape fluid, vape fluid, semen? All right, well, that explains a lot. <laughs> Let's move on. We're digging. Um, so, such a deep hole. Bio. Such a deep. Speaking speaking of deep holes, um. Bah, bah, bah. Um, <laughs> this section has gone off the rails. Oh no, no, there, are, there are no rails. I don't believe in rails. Off the rails. We don't believe in rails. Uh, okay, Anna, this is a good time. I want to start splitting up the show a little better with the bio break because um, it's called a bio break, and sometimes it ends up becoming you know kind of showing up at the end of the show. So it's not much of a break at that point. It's just the end. Um, but uh, this bio break article, as we alluded to earlier, has to do with antibodies uh and shay picked this one out from sciencedaily.com the summary is the bad apples of the immune system are also its secret weapon according to new research scientists have um revealed how the population of bad antibodies in the immune system which are usually silenced because they can harm the body can actually be crucial to providing protection against invading microbes uh and the title of it is basically bad antibodies made good so is that shay is that sort of like the idea that you want to like be exposed to more germs like how people who aren't exposed to any germs are more susceptible to sickness is like the same idea. No, it's not at all, unfortunately. So okay. I, um, I have a pretty easy to understand explanation. I'll, I'll kind of line it out in accordance with the experiment they did. So this experiment was carried out in mice, and it showed that basically bad antibodies are silenced in the immune system, in our immune system, and what this means or what this article means by bad antibodies are ones that attack the body's tissues and cause autoimmune disease. Mm, okay. So scientists used to think that these bad antibodies were thrown in the trash, so to speak, like just discarded by our bodies. But instead, they are repurposed to fight a disease that other antibodies in our body are incapable of fighting. So they're disguised as normal body tissue. So not only are they just being flipped to be used for good, but they're disguising themselves um, because our normal antibodies can't effectively find, like, find and destroy these bad, um, these foreign diseases, so to speak. So one of the leaders of the research, um, which his name is just absolutely perfect, his name is Professor Chris Goodnow. Mm-hmm. Chris Goodnow, okay. Chris Goodnow um, discussed good how now. it wasn't conceived that these bad antibodies could become a weapon in our own bodies, and how this research will lead to the development of vaccines that stay undercover in our bodies, um, such as I have two examples. It's called a Campylobacter, which can cause food poisoning or recurrent diarrhea, and uh-huh. HIV. So the HIV is obviously a very popular 
reason for this research because we want vaccines for HIV. So, and just very small how this works so you guys understand it. Um, We have a silenced army in our bodies of B cells that create these antibodies. They sometimes make bad, (laughs) bad antibodies which attack our immune system. These bad antibodies are transformed in our body by changing their DNA sequence and made to fight for our body instead of against it. What's really amazing about this is that all it takes is three DNA, DNA, I cannot talk, three DNA base pair change sequences. Our body, like our DNA is made up of millions of DNA base pair sequences. All it takes is for this to have three changes to be good. So that, that was pretty much the article in a nutshell. I know it's a lot of information, but um, it's just like this guy has been studying this for three decades and just made this discovery. It's incredible. What, what you said, where they made the bad antibodies are made in the body, right? Right. So like these, these B cells are what make our antibodies to fight like diseases and foreign agents essentially. But what happens sometimes, uh, I don't know if it's mutation or if it's just, uh, improper sequencing, but then they make some bad antibodies, which our body converts into good ones. But that, that's what I would, that's the interesting thing to me that I am, when I hear that is like, why are we like, it's cool that they transform for good. But, like, why are they even being made in the first place? Like, is it just, is it accidental? Is it, is, if, is that part of the... Yeah, well, basi- you know, basically, basically when, you, when you're organizing, this would, this would be really a lot of in-depth information. It would go into, basically, how base pair sequencing works, um, which there is a ton, like, I spent half of one of my college classes just learning about this, like recombination sequences, um, repeating, like all this stuff. And it's, it's not difficult to see a mistake being made during this. And sometimes okay. like so there, it's a are mistake. Multiple, there are multiple types of mistakes as well. Okay. So there's some that well, are that's harmless what I'm trying to get. Not... and some, some that are harmful. That, that's what I'm trying to get at is that it's a basically a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And this happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, in base pair sequencing and usually it's okay sometimes it's not and that's what leads to a lot of like bad shit that happens in our body essentially is like a lot of these mistakes lead to bad things and that's just a part of the genetic makeup like um like going bald is something that's passed on genetically but that's not quite that's more chromosomal but like so- something like an mm-hmm. autoimmune disease is very much a base pair sequence mistake and that's what this antibody, okay. this bad antibody Disease, is. It's a base yeah. pair sequence okay. mistake. That converts to good, basically. It um, can, absolutely. And is, that's what's really it cool. It can, that found but out not always. These are being converted to okay. good. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. It's like the, yeah. the body, life finds a way. Yeah, once again, Jurassic Park. Yeah. Appearance on the show. Right. And maybe, you know, what, you know what's cool? Like, to think about it this way is maybe in the future... They'll figure out a way to make antibodies make antibodies good to the point to where they can, you know, impact our body, like our physical makeup in the future. So maybe fish won't have a micro penis anymore. Oh God, can you imagine? Oh, 
How successful I would be? Yeah. Don't I? You know, you're successful in my book, Fish. I'm, I don't. Oh. I don't judge oh, you based off the size of your penis. Just imagine, he would be a global oh, empire. He, he would That's lead true. the global empire on his own with yeah, a normal God. size. Uh, Johnson, I'd be like Elon Musk times a hundred. <laughs> yeah, the Filipino Elon Musk. I, you know, okay. <laughs> more like Elon Husk. Oh, Elon oh. Husk. New nickname. Mm, new, new, new. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the opposite of Elon Musk. He's the, he's the great innovator of emptiness and desperation. <laughs> um, I don't know how you can innovate. I don't that, even know what that means. I don't either. Um, getting back on topic here, uh, Shay, that's very interesting. I don't know how far we are in DNA sequencing and uh, creating that type of stuff. But essentially, like, if we found that, you know, these antibodies can do all sorts of different stuff, like... It, shouldn't we be pouring more research into antibodies themselves and uh, figuring out a way to sort of replicate or manipulate these antibodies to do whatever? Like, because the, these bad antibodies turn good. Yeah. Oh. Well, antibodies in general, like taking, you know, the well, that's the, what these, vaccines are. Well, the part of part of what vaccines are, but I mean, part of it is also you know like the disease, like a small in- mm-hmm. injection of those. But that's what well, like, like vaccines are, um, like so carrying HIV, like getting these uh, antibodies to target them specifically, and just the T virus taking care of that without killing off the host cells that essentially cause the person to grow weak, like right. Yeah, it, it sounds so simple to me, but like I guess it, it's a little bit more complicated than you know developing a some sort of organism um, that we splice like DNA or whatever or certain things to certain traits to essentially give these antibodies to focus them on a certain um, virus or disease or bacteria in the body. Right. Right. Well, th- think about it like, f- so this article mentions like basically that these bad antibodies turn good. Um, they can recognize certain diseases that our normal antibodies can't. So kind of think of that as part of the problem is basically scientists are doing all this research with antibodies and figuring out how to fight these diseases. But part of that problem is they can't figure out an antibody or an agent that can essentially give our body the ability to assess what that foreign agent is in yeah. order to fight it. If like, I know that there's like, I'm in a room full of 30 people and one of them's a murderer, but I can't just look at him and say, Oh, that guy's got the knife. He has blood on his hands. Clearly he's the, he's the culprit. A, he's the yeah. issue in here. There's no way I'm going to be able to just know right off the bat. And that's kind of what our bodies so, have a problem with is like, they can't recognize that that foreign agent, but the antibodies is in fact causing the problems. The antibodies can disguise themselves. It's sort of like in True Detective whenever he has to dress up like the biker gang to infiltrate um, the deep recesses of it. And they trust him. They trust Matthew McConaughey when he's dressed up like one of those crazy cracked out bikers. Um, that's really what the antibodies like, right? So how it disguises itself to get in there. Yeah, I, I always think- <laughs> picture them more as Chris Rock. I don't know why. Um... <laughs> Osmosis Jones, huh? Is that what you're going for? <laughs> I imagine Molly Shannon. Uh, um, no, it's like 
Yeah, it's just it's just an issue of basically recognizing the foreign agent, which our antibodies have a difficult time doing. So to figure okay. out some way to in, not inject, maybe that's a bad word, but give our bodies a, the ability to recognize these foreign agents to fight it off themselves or to figure out exactly what it is that can kill those bacteria to inject in our body to fight it is also an issue. Because well, you maybe, could say some, some bad antibodies do camouflage for good. Right, right. right. They disguise themselves as a, our, our tissues, essentially. Yeah, so gotcha. they do fight certain just, just diseases. Like, um, just, like, just like Matthew McConaughey, exactly. Gotcha. <laughs> sure. And it's, it's one thing, to, like, I don't know how much you guys, you guys, and not just you, uh, the hosts, but the listeners as well, know that, like, um, antibodies... It's also difficult because there's a difference between like bacteria and viruses, obviously, um, just like the ability to recognize and the virus attaches to, you know, a host cell and changes it. So it's also an issue of attaching to that virus or detaching or figuring out how to kill. So there's like each disease has to be treated in such a different way which also makes it hard for our antibodies like they can't have universal coverage Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. which is interesting that's the interesting about antibiotics because antibiotics basically kill all bacteria in our gut not just the bad ones but also the good ones so like there's not a universal thing in our body to kill everything yeah 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 Yep. When you take antibody or antibiotics, you're essentially just nuking your whole body. You're well, just your gut flora, um, mm-hmm. and so basically you have yeah, to start that's from why scratch, they which is why probiotics. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you 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 boost that gut flora, and I know here in Japan because I I got gut a, flora. Um, your bacteria, bacteria that's, that's in your. I know, just I like the term gut flora. Oh, thank. Um, I had to take antibiotics for getting tonsillitis, and I took these little pills to make my stomach not as upset, because basically, you know, you're destroying all those bacteria in your in your guts, your innards. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, that's pretty much the article in a nutshell. Okay. Though. Cool. Well, thank you for that bio break. Um... I think that relates well to our topic of the show, and uh, me and Fish, we're going to kind of do a little more Far Cry talk. I know me and Fish have been still hacking our way through Hope, Montana, and um, probably just maybe a little more next week, and then we'll pretty much have it rounded up, because after that, it'll be God of War and other stuff, but um, we are taking our sweet time with it. I know Fish, you just told me you just finished Faith's uh, side of Montana, Mm -hmm. but yeah, recently, so... um, Making progress. Making last yeah. night. Right? You've been yeah, playing a... it pretty pretty right every day. You've been messaging me about staying up late. Boy, and some fire. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's uh it's it's uh addictive. It's addictive, but it's also strangely relaxing. The open worldness of it, like there's so many different activities that you could do and get lost in and not feel like you're essentially grinding, which I think is what's keeping my attention in this game more than i think it deserves for an open world type of game like this open world first person shooter um because they 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 do a lot of environmental storytelling um which you slowly start to see and once you recognize it it's they're they're very clever and sometimes 
Yeah. Um, when they come across, um, and like even coming across like the main bad guy of the area that you're in, um, like they'll they'll kind of they'll come out with like a big cinematic thing that you just essentially just watch. Um, it's very typical, but you get those so far in between all the stuff that you do in your gameplay. Um, that it's like a welcoming thing to you. It breaks you, it up like, a little. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely does break it up. And uh, they've been interesting too. That's why, like, you know, people complained about how they break it up. I don't really mind as long as they break it up. I mean, however you want to do it, it's, it's hard to tell a story in an open world game, but we were talking about it this week. The uh, yeah. environmental storytelling in this game is top notch. Um, like all the little stories you'll find peppered throughout the map is the, really the world is the star of the show. It really is. I mean, that's like the com yeah. the combat is fun. The systems are well-designed and the game looks great. Even the music has surprised us. There's like a lot of little things about this game that I don't want to sell short, but the, the world is the star of the show. There's all the little nooks and crannies of that depraved Montana world. Like you find weird little huts and shacks and just people's homes that feel lived in and just it's 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 like the opposite it's the antithesis of like grand theft auto where it's like a big bustling city cars everywhere and all that shit it's the uh mm -hmm. which i like it's refreshing honestly yeah it's a good mix between you know wildlife fishing in a river and jumping in an airplane and gunning down people crashing into the side of a mountain then uh -huh. quickly quickly get attacked by a wolverine and have I did. To punch it off your dick i did yes it's yeah it's like you're, it's relaxing except for the whole wolverine's biting your cock that whole thing um unless you're into that you must be uh, doing oh, it wrong oh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> they the funny thing is i tried one time i was in a helicopter and i had to chase down this truck for a mission and i like i tried to turn the helicopter like forward so i could like get the guy in the front seat of the car with my blades and I pulled it off and I recorded it. So I got to try and find that video. But like, that's just an example of the weird shit you can do in this game. I was like, I want to kill this guy driving this car with my helicopter blades. Um, that's a good name of the show, Josh. The Wolverines are coming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, if the Wolverine has its mouth on your cock, ah, oh, mind. I mean, Go ahead and finish the thought. You can't. You can't start a sentence with. So the Wolverine has its mouth on your cock. Never mind. That's. I think that's worth finishing. No, it's not. Okay. I'll let our listeners finish that up. Okay. I. I don't know. I'm still really enjoying it as well. Um. Happy you're enjoying it because I was kind of pressuring you to get it. I know when you first bought it, you're like, oh, I already have buyer's remorse in your typical fish manner. And now look, you love it. You love it dearly, like it's mm. your child. Yep. Shit, I have at least five hours just in that menu screen. Just because of that <laughs> fucking music they play during the menu screen. It's so good. Uh, it, it just feels like... Uh, I, I yeah. swear, like, I would go to the perks, check out my perks, and I'm like, uh, I'm gonna get that next. I don't have enough perk points. Then I'd be... I'd start to... Hit, I'm, <laughs> my finger's hovering right over circle to exit out, and then I'm uh -huh. like, wait, no. This is a good part of this song. Here, here it comes. Oh, that sounds so great. Oh, and I'll just hover there for a second, and then I'm like, you know what? Let me check the challenges that I gotta do. I'll find any reason just to stay in that menu. <laughs> like, I'll, 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 I'll examine, I'll... Are you playing it? Is that the one?
wouldn't think music that pretty would be in a Far Cry game. No, especially with all that violence and shit. It, it's it's a it fits it it fits the vibe of though. It fits the vibe of that game real well yeah. though, as far as like the environment and everything, the scenery that you're seeing. Um, Shay had a look on his face. I saw Shay pop up with a look like he was about this to. It's interesting. Something. The music sounds really cool. Yeah, I yeah, sent it, 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 I sent it to you. Guys yeah, it's 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 a it's a good mix of like folk type of country. Um, it's like folk jazz almost. Yes. You want to hear, more than enough. More. We got it. Wait, the best part's coming. Out. This is loving this. Here we go. Here we use the guitar. Or Shay, you ready for this? The banjo. Back in my college town, everyone was really into bluegrass and folk music, and it used to drive me nuts, but now that I never hear it here, I miss it. Yeah, that's pretty. It reminds me of that. It's not even my kind of music, and I dug it. I sent it to Fish when I first listened to it, and no one, I don't know, I thought you guys would think I was going to crazy. I think it's because the guy went for, like, the tone of the game is, like, the story is serious, but the tone of the world is unserious. You know, Wolverine's biting your dick off. Mm-hmm. blowing shit every but the tone of the story is serious so i think that's what he went for was like this ravaged hope country desolate it's like emotional beautiful like sometimes you'll just be out there exploring yeah. and like sun it's just pretty man it's just pretty it's all part of the mission man josh why you got that look on your face why, why are you gonna look like that josh it's pretty you'd love it maybe uh-huh. i think you'd love it yeah it's very strange um that he went for that. All the music's great. It's all great. Um, but yeah, Fish, I thought it makes me laugh when Fish was telling me that he would just sit in the menu screen and listen to that music all day. Such a Fish thing to do. Um, yeah, the last thing I'll say about it is just that I am surprised. I don't normally want 100% games, but I am going to... I just want to see every nook and cranny of that world, so... That's a tall order. Man, uh, like, I, I want to say I have at least 40 hours. And I just beat one area, one boss. And like well, literally that map is divided into thirds or yeah, thirds. And yes. then you have Joseph Seed right in the middle on this little tiny island. Um, which I'm curious. Like I wanna go up to that island and see if like I get killed right on the spot or if I can just like actually go in that island or whatever. No, but don't do that. Oh dude. I just want to see what they did to, like, block him off before, if he could just go up and actually kill the main bad guy. Well, yeah. I'm I'm curious because I played the second world a lot now, and, like, the first, like, world, or the first part of the planet, um, it's probably the best way to explain They're not worlds. They're not planets. The first chunk, the first part of the county that's sectioned off to be the one brother, John Seed, that area felt more classic to me than the second area. Like, Hope's area is really cool. It feels like the next progression in a game, but, like, the first area felt more perfect. So I'm curious to see what you think when you go back to that fish. Also easier. Also a lot more prepper stashes, too, that I found. So, like, like if you're... I would recommend, like, going... Like, I'm going to go through the game and then come back and finish the other stuff later. Because, you know, like, you get to the end of the game and, like, I don't know, like, I'll probably be five or six outpost short of a couple things and i i don't know i just there a little it's gonna be a little bit of a grind like seeing every inch of that world is not a grind but some of the stuff you might have to do 
on the fringes yeah. will be a little bit like, you know, there's some silly side missions here. And there. It's grind adjacent. Yes, grind adjacent. I think that's fair to say. Um, but I'm loving it. I'm, I'm loving it. It's just right, creepy, dark, weird, good stuff. But yeah, I will say this. It is a little rough around the edges. I don't want to sound too high on this game as far as like, like I'm blind to its flaws. It definitely is not as polished as I wish it would be. Like me and Fish were talking about this. Planes are always spotting you. So sometimes you just want to drive from one area to another area and there's fucking people everywhere like trying to fuck your day up. And it, sometimes it can just be kind of annoying that planes can see you like sometimes stealth is not super easy or enemies will be like yeah you know what i mean yeah like I'll, I'll be fishing and like i can literally see the plane spawn in off in the distance and then all of a sudden they spot me and now the plane's dropping bombs on me and i'm just trying to fucking catch trout in this fucking game just trying to catch some trout some bass yeah, yeah you would think that okay the player's trying to fish here let's Let's try not to fuck with him because he's... That does sound like the, fishing, the worst you know? idea I have ever heard of in an open world game. What? What, is what's scout that? planes. Like, that's, that's, yeah. that is the worst idea they're, they're I have annoying. ever heard. They're annoying mm -hmm. as fuck. Well, most of the time they yell at you, but then they don't do anything. But sometimes they... I don't know. It's kind of confusing. I'm always on the move in that game, so it's... It's, it is. It's irritating. It is. Hmm. Yeah. For the most part, yeah, you're always on the move. You could duck behind trees and get out of the range of those airplanes and they'll kind of veer off and um, lose track of you. Um, but yeah, it, 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 this game does show its innards in, as far as like spawning in shit. Like you'll see, you'll be looking at the side of a hill and then all of a sudden a cougar just like falls out of the sky and starts walking like everything's normal. This is how cougars uh, wander the earth. They fall out of the sky and drop down and just start walking. Then they're alerted to your presence. Um, yeah, that's kind of cougar's MO. Yeah. I, I wanted to, I know Shay hates this, but I wanted to show, this is right up Shay's alley. There's, Fish knows what I'm going to do. There's uh so there's these missions in the game that are like devoted to this psycho, this guy who was sort of like an evil Knievel guy. And whenever you find one of his weird shrines all over the world, you can do these like short little like evil Knievel mission things and they're either in planes or cars or whatever and they created their own like mu I don't know if it's their if this is a real song or whatever Shay might know because he knows this kind of weird music but this song always plays when you're doing these missions and it's just ridiculous Does it sound familiar at all to you? It's it's nah, weird. It's like, but like you got to realize a lot of that music that came out during that era, there were a ton of bands doing it. So, but the, the I, I, I'm Vikings? willing to bet because of the thing? higher quality of that, it's probably something that was made for the game. Because it sounds like it's a higher quality than it would have been in like say the yeah 80s. yeah it, it, yeah it was definitely made for the game. It just like says the even, Road Vikings on YouTube. The Road Vikings, Clutch Nixon. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. It's really confusing looking up like the Ballad of Clutch Niction. That's what. The <laughs> oh, the Road Viking. I don't know. It's just weird, but like it, it's it's got the most ridiculous lyrics, and it's just fun. Oh, it looks like the Road Vikings is a band. Okay, I found them on Bandcamp. So that's cute. Anyways, it's got ridiculous. Grim uh, Reaper of the Wind. I'm reading. I'm reading all the lyrics right now, which is just pretty ridiculous. Anyway, game's great. Loving it. 
Loving it, loving it, loving it, loving it, loving it. <laughs> hey, I, lo- I could listen to music on the radio all day long. I could have people play music for me and be like, oh. Yeah, okay. I know. I, most shows I listen to are actually someone reading something to themselves. That's, uh, yeah. Oh, you're talking about the lyrics. Well, I was looking for this one particular lyric, but I couldn't find it, so. I just ended up muttering it to myself. Anyway, Fish, you final can do thoughts. That on the Gas Station Philosophy podcast. Gas Station Philosophy, okay. Final thoughts, Fish, Far Cry 5, before we move on so far. Good stuff, uh, right? Yeah, very good stuff. Enjoying it. Hopefully I get to beat it all before, you know, God of War 4. That won't, that, that won't happen, let's be honest. Yeah. Let's but you need honest. to do try to do more of the story and then go back for the crannies. Like I'm like you, man. I want to do the cracks and the crannies. And I want, you know, <laughs> I almost said grannies, and that came out wrong. Mm-hmm. I want to do the crack and the about grannies. Those gilfs. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I just want to mm. snort crack and do grannies. Um, <clears throat> God, that's gross. Anyways, that game snort crack. You smoke crack. Come on. No, you. Okay, we'll, we'll talk yes. about that later. Yeah. That's why crack is much more heavily penalized. Because it's cheaper. Um, you, yeah, Josh would know. Uh, okay, secret topic of the show. There's some sort of secret topic here that I'm supposed to give Shay the forum for. So here's, here you go. Here's a few moments to... Thank you. Um, we're only going to need a, a good maybe like minute or two. Um, Fish, you need to get on our level, buddy. Not only what did Josh and I it? this week finish Cuphead on Expert, but we also one hundred percent. When did this happen? No, no, you didn't. With all no, the you didn't. Did you Go really? Look did right you... now. Yep. You guys beat Cuphead on Expert. Yeah, we're Why just we got all the achievements. Why would you guys do this? So behind we one hundred percented the game. So we took it a what step further than you, Morgan. <laughs> so now we are the gods of Cuphead on this podcast. Fuck you. I don't really care about 100% of the you game. You never get to run back in our face ever again because you don't have 100% achievements. Well, why did you do it so soon? <laughs> eh, I, feel, really. I feel like you guys did this out of spite. <laughs> you don't I say. I the spite out of them. Uh, I'm surprised I didn't catch on to the fact that they were doing that at any point. <laughs> oh, I'm going to admit this. Um, that's cool. 100%. Wholeheartedly, Josh did it at a much faster race rate than i did oh. because when i was you guys sitting there start I was doing like, it i started doing it last week actually and uh he started oh, doing oh, it this week bad. and he did it much quicker than i did oh really okay oh yeah oh yeah like i think he spent maybe see maybe it's doable 50 hours on the game i was at like 80 plus when it was all said and done granted there was a lot uh-huh. of times where i paused the game and left it and came back to it but um yeah he definitely finished it at a much quicker rate than i did so it's, it's, was it, it must have been the cigars that motivated you guys, because as soon as you guys knew those cigars were coming at Sector 7 Item Shop, you, you know, guys the, were the, all the over Honest, that. the motivation, like, because I've been wanting to do that for months now, uh, I just got tired of hearing you boast about how you were the only one on the <laughs> podcast, so I, I decided we would not only finish it, but we'd one-up you. Well, you got to look at it this way. I still had my months of being the only one. Can't take those it's away true. from me. So. It's true. But you had your reign. Now, if you if you want to boast about it, you have to one hundred percent the game, buddy. Uh, yeah. I don't. I'm not really interested in doing that. But I will say this: congratulations! And I looked at the achievements, and they just. I mean, I could because I, I'm almost there, but they just didn't seem that interesting to me. But um, mm-hmm. uh-huh. likely, if you story. guys beat it on expert. Good job! I'm proud of you guys. 
Like, mm, wait, no. I would like to see a screenshot. I'm looking it up right now. I'm, I'm well. Um, I, I wonder if the percentage has gone up because when I beat it, it was only like one percent of people had um, finished the game on expert. It's so about five percent now. Is it about look. five? I'm looking it up right now. It's probably different one per console. One point one percent. One point one percent, guys. Congratulations. You're part of the one point one percent. I'm proud okay. of you. I mean, I would love to honestly I'd love to pull out Cuphead again if things slow down and I I wouldn't mind getting some of those achievements, but um I guess that works out well for you because you you know, Far Cry, I'm so busy with Far Cry now and there's no way in hell I'm gonna stop playing that, but uh yeah. I would think it'd be higher than one point one percent because that still seems low. I wonder. Well, that's just for PC. Uh, like that's just for Steam. I'm bet. Yeah, I'm willing yeah, to bet yeah. that there's probably a percentage on the Xbox console that. And even then, like, more what's one percent? Well. Let's say a million people bought it on PC. What's one percent of a million? Can you do that math? Because I suck at math. Was that a thousand? A thousand. It's ten thousand. Ten thousand. Mm-hmm. See, Josh shook his head and then Shay You should know this, wrong. because you speak <laughs> Japanese. They make it easy for you, because what's a million? Oh, yeah. Aww. Uh, Aww. It's, oh, shit. Yakuma. Uh, they literally say it with hundred Senman? in the name. Senman? No, Yakuma. it's not Yakuma. Yeah, you're right. It's Yakuma. Mm-hmm. So you just take the hundred out of there. Fuck, I, to get a I always mix, I, because instead of, so, Fish and Morgan, so you guys understand what mm. we're talking about, instead of it being every three, being like a decimal spot, or a comma uh-huh. spot, so like hundred, hundred thousand, they do it every four. Oh, okay. okay. So it's, it's a little bit more confusing. Well, um, that, I think that's a pretty good surprise for the most part, I mean, I'm glad you guys did it, I was, uh, I mean... The cigars in particular, I want you guys to be able to enjoy. I don't know, honestly, I just don't know if Fish is going to be able to do it. That's the thing. I'm just, I know Fish is able to do it. He couldn't be Donkey Kong. How's he going to be Cuphead on Expert? I'll prove you wrong. <laughs> I think, I believe you can do it too, Fish. I believe in you. No. No, you don't believe in me. Well, you don't want me to believe in you. That's no Exactly. Fun. If you believe it, if you, if you believe in me, I'm not going to do it then. Okay. Fish, I'm just going to pester Fish down constantly. Fish, I know you can do it. Um, the question is, no, when? Here's, here's the thing, Fish. We're, we're going to message. We were talking about it. Josh and I talked about it. We were like, I, I was like, I really want to get Fish in on it. But I don't think he's going to devote this week to getting it done in time. Because we, like, every day when yeah. I got off work, when I didn't work out, I just came, sat down, and I just fucking played the game. <laughs> wow. Every day. That's dedication. What was the, what was the one boss on Expert that, that gave you the most hell? Because I can tell you, for some reason, the one that gave me the most hell was the, the airplane Woody Woodpecker one. Until I figured out this trick. Yeah, that, that is actually one of, that's one of the hardest that is bosses one of the harder in the ones. game. It's considered one of the yeah, um, Grim Matchsticks is another really hard one, and that's just because the clouds reverse the direction that they go on Expert. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that one's tough, yeah. yeah and tough. the other one that gave me a lot of trouble until I sat down and went and played the um, the easier difficulties was actually the two frogs. That one gave me a ton of trouble. Weird. Huh. Interesting. It's it's just because, like, the, the, the tiger version where the balls keep hopping up 
Like I had to get yeah. the timing perfectly. The, and getting I just, the timing what of about that King, is, yeah. What about King Dice? A lot of people have trouble on King Dice on Xbox. Yeah. King, King Dice, Dice really isn't a lot harder. Easy. Yeah. yeah. No. Huh. Like all the all the mechanics are identical. They just a little are bit faster. faster and also are bullet sponges. Like those, the mini yes. bosses take forever on King yeah, Dice. Yeah, like the thing. They the, do, yeah. the worst possible one to get is actually that stupid monkey crane game. Not That's because he's hard. One, yeah. Don't get he's that. like, he's yeah. still just simple, but he takes forever. Like if you the, accidentally the, roll that, you're going to be stuck killing that monkey for the next well, 15 minutes. I, I mm. learned how to control the roll to where I knew what I was going to get every time. So like I would always get the cigar. Yeah the dice and then the easy eight ball those are the easiest ones i think the dice uh, right yeah yeah the, the the one thing like so oh, the dominoes i'm sorry the dominoes go. yeah the thing that josh and i since we did the achievements we were kind of talking about the various ones and one of the ones that we thought were gonna was gonna be really hard that was surprisingly not as bad was um basically you have to beat um king dice without losing health so you go on um, regular mode and you basically land on all the hearts and you just can't go below three health. So you gain all the extra health and then you just got to practice. Like, oh, the, you can't the go below three health. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So um, um, it was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely think the hardest achievement for me personally, um, I know Josh is going to have a different one he probably lists was um, doing all the run and gun levels without, um, without killing anything because there are a lot of points in oh, there. Oh fuck yeah! There are like there that. are a lot That's of points in there where you have to basically you have to basically use a smoke dash to get through a lot of it, and there were some parts where you Ugh. just you have to lose a health point, and it's usually towards the end of the level, so you really can't get hit until you get near the end of the level and then you have to risk one of your hearts to get through that part of the level and um i was that's what i did the past few days was getting through those and it took me way longer than i thought it was going to and um i can safely tell you now if you get either of you guys go for that achievement uh the two hardest run and gun levels are the very first level and the very last run and gun level those oh the water one will undoubtedly be the hardest one we're on top of the octopus we're on top of that octopus head. Oh no, that that one's hard. That one's hard. I think that would be the third hardest one if I were to give it. That's the third hardest. What's the la- what's the last running gun well, level? Mm. Last running gun level was the quarry, and that where the monster. It depends chasing. on how you. No. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, there is a ton of like you have to hit things at the right moment, and it oh, took yeah. a lot of timing practice Ugh. for me personally. Uh. Well, and the first one, you like, I was talking with Josh about it because I just finished it this morning. Yeah. That that was the last achievement. You know what's gonna make um, you angry? Hmm? That uh that quarry one? Yeah. My first death on there was actually at the end where you're chasing for being chased by the giant. First time through, yeah. made it there, and then just jumped off the map because I wasn't paying oh. attention. Oh that, yeah. Uh, yeah. That happened to me sometimes too. Just like, yeah. like just like I, a mental yeah. error. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like somehow, somehow, first run through there, managed to make it to the very end. That's that's but impressive. Then dude. just it took me hours. Just fucking jumped off the, just jumped off the level. So I'm like, 
Like what? Like just, really? Yeah. Like the the stupidest <laughs> thing you could possibly die to. Like okay, yeah. all right. That, that was that was happening. Yeah, to I me hate a the way lot. that level uh, starts too. Yeah, that like that where the, those miners are like throwing those pickaxes at you at random right. directions, that's, and yeah. they'll that's what keep respawning back in. Yeah. yeah, they take a lot of timing to get those down. Well, for me, it did. Josh obviously didn't struggle with it, but for me, just figuring out the timing, like I I don't have as much patience. Um, I like I gained a bunch of patience during Meat Boy, and I lost it all over the years. So <laughs> yeah, um, what, don't you get something for beating all the? You get something for beating all the levels without using a web uh, gun. I'm trying to remember what that is. You get the, the black and white mode. achievement. Oh, the black and I'm sure, and, and I think oh, okay. you get. I, yeah, the black and white as well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there yeah. are just a couple unlockable things. Like, you unlock a new audio mode for something. I can't even remember what. Um, and then two maybe scores. Visuals. Yeah, and then you get unlock a... Uh, um, two, two-tone? A Technicolor mode and a black and white mode. So, yeah. Yep. Mm. Cool. Well, I mean, I, I will say two things. On one hand... You know, fish. When you get to, we need like a funny video of us all just smoking our cigars, and then like fish sadly just staring at his cigar, just looking down, <laughs> looking down at you it. Know what? I, 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 I want fish to join, but I just don't, I don't think he can do it. To be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! He's no. talking smack now. It's not easy, fish. I think it's too hard for him. I mean, the robot. Remember what the robot did to you, fish? Yeah. Remember what the robot did to you? Yeah. Remember how he made you yeah, feel? Yeah, he hospitalized me. It's twice as long now. Um, well, it's, I will take Fish's ro- credit on... Well, go ahead, go ahead. The robot, that, that was once... Because I hated the robot the first time I played. I fucking hated that robot. This time around, it wasn't as hard. I don't know why, but um, like the other expert levels prepared me for the robot and wasn't near as difficult as the first time. Surprisingly. Yeah, yeah there's usually... The like robot is faster. Of... Like, all the bosses yes. are faster, but the robot in particular is just faster like it doesn't really mm-hmm. yeah well the the thing is in regular mode i feel like you don't have to worry about patterns as much because like it's an easier mode like you can just you can burn through them faster right but this one you really have to know the patterns otherwise you're gonna get hit and like each health is so much more precious in expert that mm-hmm. i really spent my time memorizing all these passwords or uh these uh patterns not passwords and um, yeah, it just made the game significantly easier. Well, doing that. Yeah. That's, well, that's yeah. I think for, I think, for I think example, was... the transition phase in that robot boss where the head is just yes. flying around. Yeah, yeah, real it fast. It takes it takes about yeah. two shots on regular, so you don't really have to learn anything. You just kind of right. hit them, and then the phase ends. Whereas right. this one, you're gonna be in I... that phase for about a minute. So. The the last right, the second exactly. the last form on the the woodpecker it was like the little bullets shrink around it and it's like, and then expand like that part's yeah. real fucking tricky. Um, the part where it shoots up and down and then it shoots while the like the wait what am I thinking of? There's one part where like the yeah, woodpecker yeah, yeah, right. like sh- changes form into a different shape and then it's surrounded by balls in like a circular oh, form. Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. and they grow. They get bigger and smaller and bigger yeah, and that, smaller. That's not a woodpecker. It, it goes further out and gets closer yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not a woodpecker. What is it? It's a vulture. And it's called, and his name is Wally Warbles. Is it a vulture? You might be right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just thought it was yeah. a Wally Warbles. I'm sorry. I I just had to correct you cuz Okay. Wally, hey, that's fair. I want to Google. Is Wally Warbles a vulture 
Or a woman. <laughs> You're probably right, but he's in a big house, and I thought that was like the joke was that he was Is in a big. Is the baby like... Wally? Hmm. Because Wally there are different ones. Well, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, yeah you know, the different phases uh, are all different birds. No, there, I think there's only two birds. Yeah, there's right? two birds. Well, there is the there's second... a baby. Like it says, it says like his son. Like yeah, the first yeah. one yeah. you're fighting him. The third he's version like is his son, genius. and then the fourth version is him, like in the hospital cot thing. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, it's and, woodpecker and the, for sure. Well, the, like like it's a, it's a woodpecker. Yeah, yeah. All right, so suck it, fish. Is suck it. it. He is it's a woodpecker? fucking woodpecker. Oh, you okay. fail again. No cigar for you. No, no. no I, uh, no. actually, he's what? It's because it's a cuckoo clock, man. Woodpeckers with cuckoo clocks. You ever seen a cuckoo clock before? Yeah. It has cuckoo birds in it. That's all right, birds. fish. Someday you will get. <laughs> someday, when you believe in yourself, you'll get on our level. Mm-hmm. You know uh, what? I could tell you're really. Yeah. Learn how to uh, wow. learn how to use the charge weapon and the shotgun. Yes, and yeah. also learn how to okay. get good. No, the charge weapon sucks. I the didn't charge weapon good. is oh. the best weapon in the game. Jeez. It's the worst weapon in the game. Don't touch the charge weapon. Don't the charge weapon can let you two-shot some of those bosses. No, the, the I, I killed those bosses with ease with the green boomerang. You know the boomerang? I mm, think is your best love friend. Love that boomerang. Yeah, which is the green boomerang. boomerang. So it took you was it blue? Blue. decades to actually kill each of those bosses. No, it's not that weak, Josh. It's fine. It is. It does if you're facing less than a, a third the DPS. Uh, no. I also use that big bomb on like the dragon, that big bombing circle thing. I just don't like the charge shot. I'm sorry. I just don't. I don't there isn't like a nice feeling yeah. of indication you to, when you're charged up. You have to push up. buttons to use that one. Well, it, I wish it would shake you like whenever it charged up. <laughs> I wish it would, like, um, I wish there was, like, an indicator, like, it would vibrate or something, like, when it's charged, like, in Metroid, when you go... You mean <laughs> something like, I don't know, like, a big flash of light that it does it's, every time it charges up? It's too subtle, I don't know, I just thought... And honestly, they said it's strong, mm-hmm. but, like, I used it pretty pretty regularly, and I just, I don't know, to each their own. That's the great thing about the game, you can use whatever weapon you want. I, I haven't used that, the charge shot, as much It's going through my regular playthrough on that but uh i'll definitely keep that in mind josh yeah and, mm-hmm. uh, i don't think it's as necessary on the on the regular one like just the standard gun yeah is really yeah. good on normal because stuff just yeah. doesn't have enough health for it mm-hmm. to be worth the extra inputs no, but you, didn't stuff you has the... so much extra health that you just you the, want as the... much dps as you can get as much as Josh will give you, the point of expert is you find your own path. Like, the boss's patterns are drastically different. Like, as soon as I used the horseshoe on the frogs, I just destroyed them. So, you got to find yeah. the, rep- well, the you, weapons Well, yeah, you can hit both of them you, that fish. way. So, yeah. yeah. Some, of them, and, some of them you can kind of cheese out extra DPS by allowing shots to hit multiple times and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, just, it just depends on the boss, the form. Like, just you mess around. It's, there's a lot more strategy to Cuphead than people give it credit for. I will say, I will take Fish's defense in one thing. He is at least playing a modern game right now. And I, as much proud as I am, you guys, Fish is modern. Taking it came time. out last year. It He's, was our fucking game of the year. Yeah, but Fish is taking time to play Far Cry 5, which is a new game, which is why he wouldn't have had Oh, I see what you're it. saying. Okay, okay. I okay, will defend okay, Fish on that note, okay? God. Shay only, Shay only had this idea of Fish because he, he's stuck playing nothing else right now. So. No, I've been wanting to play this for months to shut you up, and I just, I had the perfect time. It's, well, I mean, it's not going to shut me up. I'm happy you guys are part of the club. I mean, 
Well, you, you shut up, Morgan, and you're effectively uh, waving your penis in front of my face. Now. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 par for, that's normal. It's, right? it's all right. Josh and I are waving our normal-sized penises in front of Morgan's face because he has yet to do the achievements. So don't worry. No. Uh, Him and his nano penis can uh, sit in the corner. Well, once wait, once... wait, wait. So Mor- Morgan doesn't get to smoke the cigar till he gets all the achievements. Is it? Is that what you're saying? Sounds reasonable. I think so. Damn! I had the I had the cigars made to say expert club. So. I think once you have the cigars made, you get a uh, you get full liberation um, there. That that would imply that you just have to beat it on expert. Okay. That's right. That's all that it says. Expert club. Not not. See, this is the thing. They're trying to. They're trying to one up. They're so angry that I rubbed in their face. They're like, let's get all the achievements. Well, some of us are busy playing new games for the podcast. We don't have time for those things. Oh, oh Zambo! Yeah, I, I, I I also like to make excuses for my inability oh. to finish a game one hundred percent. Hey. No, it's just it's I cold. Inspired this you. is normal. I inspired you. This is not yeah. yeah. I inspired you to do it and I I'm look at that. My annoyingness inspired you to do something great. So Wow. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I don't think you can do it that Sh- way. Shaking his head over that. Oh, <laughs> if only my annoyingness could inspire more things in this world in this world, we'd be in good shape. Um it's true. But like fi- hey, when fish, if fish can be on expert, I will. God. Oh, God. I'm praying. I'm still <laughs> crossing my fingers. I'm still hoping. I'm clinging. But, um, Josh exited the conversation at that point. Yeah. Morgan's inspiring in, in much the same way as cholera's inspiring. <laughs> inspiring you to look for the small a cure. <laughs> You just gotta find it's a like, vaccine. Jesus to Christ, end this. We have to fix this shit. It's inspiring in that uh, way. That's that's that's. <laughs> I was that's cool though because you guys can enjoy the cigars now. But you know, fish. When you get you around can. to it, just so, any time this year, it should be fine. So I I I I was gonna make this a multi-layered secret, but I'll go and spoil this part of it. So I was talking with Josh about this. Um, they actually have cigar bars where I live. So I'm actually gonna go to a cigar bar. A cigar and bar. film me smoking my okay. celebratory cigar in a cigar bar. Do they have games there? Could you turn on Cuphead well, in the background you. while you were? That would be pretty cool. It's a cigar nope. bar. It's class. Yeah. Come on. It's class. It smells, it smells like a dirty sock, like any, okay. right. any classy place would. You, sh- you could go smoke your cigar in one of those weird, like, <laughs> plastic tents that japan has where they you know they shovel their smokers off the street into those weird like um this isn't america buddy they smoke everywhere they smoke in buildings here what no i saw this thing uh in uh, in japan or like in japan you had like they have like they're like these weird big like clear walls and people go inside of them to to smoke they're like little dens you never seen those uh they do in like some hotels and stuff like they have like smoker rooms i guess but no like People here will smoke in Weird. restaurants and they bars. They can smoke inside. Wow. 
Japan sounds. See, I kind of miss. You know, I'm not a smoker, but I miss the smell of smoked. Like I, I like the smell of cigarettes. I'm kind of weird like that. You know, I th I thought that at first too, but then like when you go into a Mr. Donuts where a bunch of kids like to eat, you know, of course eat donuts, <laughs> and then there's a like corner where people are just puffing away while eating donuts. Oh, that's uh -huh. yeah. It's no. Then well, you, like kid, you remember that the quality part. of like, tobacco if, like, you'll you went find. to McDonald's and like someone the smoker room was yeah. right next to the play place like oh my happy meal oh mm -hmm. mom it smells like cancer mm. mm -hmm. you don't yeah. miss that yeah. smell that's, as much as you true. think you do. I wouldn't want my daughter near that shit <laughs> yeah I wouldn't yeah. want my daughter near that stuff that's true alright yeah, well that's but, cool that's yeah. a, a cool affair good surprise I mean the, the thing I love about Expert is that it's a different feeling to the game it's not just these bosses have more HP it is a different it feels like a different right. game patterns and stuff right like, like that you have you have to employ different strategies I definitely use different guns Very this different, time around yeah. and yep, um, yep. I memorize patterns yeah like I actually I would say I played the game properly this time around as compared to the first yeah, time yeah. where I just gr was grinding you through it <sighs> Honestly, Fish, you can do it. I believe in you. I mean, Donkey Kong did put a little doubt in my head, but I know deep down you can do it. I believe in you. Because I think I that think you care more. It. I think he cares more about Cuphead than he cares about Donkey Kong. So, What if, what if I say that I did do it, and I just smoked my cigar anyways? Well, we would see it I mean, on your you Steam You could try that if we weren't sitting here looking at your achievement list. And, <laughs> and both those achievements looking very proud of each other, you know. What if, what if, like, somehow, like, the server didn't update, but um, <laughs> I just beat it, you know? Uh-huh. The server just never updated again. It was weird. We'd have it to see stopped. photographic evidence, mm -hmm. Mr. Fish. Uh-huh. You just take okay. it off the internet. You can't trust him to do that, so. Oh. That's true. He's going to take someone else's and then just claim <laughs> it as his own. That's the great thing about Steam. You can see it right there. You can see the proof is in the pudding, so. The yeah. it's, it's all right, you know, when Banana you get around to it, pudding. there'll be a slow period of the year, Fish, where you can get around to it. Don't, don't let him stress you out, all right? Don't, they're just, you know. Well, he, t he told us, like, ten minutes ago, if we believe in him, he's not going to want to do it. Oh, so you're trying to do reverse ecology. Okay, all right, gotcha. All right. Yeah, I respond better with a dick waved in my face. All right, <laughs> it's, it's like the carrot on the stick. It's just the, the, the yeah. It's a new era. Yeah, carrot on a stick. Dick couldn't finish Donkey Kong. Can't finish Cuphead. There's another band for Donkey Kong. So you know, I think honestly, I felt like Monster Hunter probably just made him a little soft because you don't need a lot of skill to play that game. So I think it kind of rusted, <laughs> rusted. I just rusted your fingers a little bit. You know what I mean? Like. You got to get those reflexes back, man. What are you talking about? Monster Hunter takes unbelievable amounts of skill. Yeah. I'm You're sure You're mispronouncing it time. That's, it's pronounced yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you're right, Josh. <laughs> it takes a lot of skill just to find out how to play with your friends online. That's for sure. hey yo. Mm. Very funny, Morgan. <laughs> All right, someday, moving on. Fish, I believe in you. Sorry, go ahead. To someday not be a failure at video games and beat Cuphead. I believe in you too. Cuphead. Jesus Christ. I said Cuthead. Cuthead. That's Cuphead. a sequel. It's got to be this year or we're throwing it out. We're throwing out the cigar if it's not this year. We have to put a time limit on this. If you're going to tell me that you, have to, you, you plan on doing this sometime in the next couple of years, that's ridiculous. It's got to be at least this year. <clears throat> it's like, it's okay. like, 
27 years later, guys, they finally beat Cuphead. <laughs> what, what if I don't beat it, though? Yeah. Well, well, he he, he finally VR. beats it once it comes out in mm. VR. Oh. You just give it to your wife. <laughs> it's tougher, actually. He has, give like, his your... grandkid <clears throat> beat it to him until he has to just make the last shot. Guys, I beat it. I like that. I like that better. Get <laughs> yeah. my grandson to just... Play through I, Cuphead on Expert. Hand me the controller. Let me get the last hit off. All right. If you, if you can't beat it in a year, then then your wife gets to shove that cigar up your asshole. Why would you give him incentive to not finish Cuphead? <laughs> it's like he's like, hmm, all right, all right. You're making a, You're right. All right, moving on. Um, roundup for the show. Secret. Yeah, that was fun though. I'm I'm happy. I know you guys did it despite me, but I'm actually happy that we're all part of the. It's a special. It's a elitist club of expert members. It's true. It's um, true. And we are we are we are actually fish. If you ever want to join, we're at an at a tier above the elite. Mm-hmm. We're at god tier now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Just think of that. They let Morgan like, in the you, club, but there's a room in the back he can't, well, well, can't get on. into. I, I made the club. I might not be in the back room yet, but I, I designed the club. I created the club. So it's technically, right. I We became the, the VIP members, and we kicked you out of the club. Well, you, like, I, you're, you're outside looking in now. Like You created yeah, the club. Well, we took it over. All the think beautiful women think are down in my part of the club. Think of it this way. It's a hostile takeover. In Animal Farm, Major, the the pig, incites the um not the riot, but just basically the revolution, and then Snowball and Napoleon take over. Josh is Napoleon, I'm Snowball. You're major. You're dead at why this point. You, why are you referencing uh, this book again? For the see, second week. Whoa, 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 whoa. You gotta look at it this way. I it's a, I that. I created the club and the cigar. And in fact, if you create the club, I have to let you in the club. I'm not Actually, allowing you into the item club. Shop. She created the cigar band. Josh on made the suggestion request. for the cigars. On my request. No, no, I did. I made the request for everything. I am the creator and founder of this club. You can't kick the club out of the VIP room, Shay. You've been usurped. You know You've been usurped. It's not how You've it works. You've usurped. God. I'm just going to make Sorry, my own club. The club where you don't beat Cuphead on Expert. Fish has a monster I hunter really club. You guys wish can't I join because you already did it. Fish, Fish started a monster hunter club that no one can be a part of. A monster hunter gentleman's club. Yeah. Literally no one oh, can because club. no one else is playing that game anymore except Fish. <laughs> There's a bunch of small uh, children. In nobody? Oh, yeah, I did oh. discover something though. I, I realized while we were going through here that uh, there's not an achievement to get a perfect game in Cuphead. Because the game is not tight enough to actually allow that and not, you know, absolutely true, cause suicides. I mm. actually, so I actually smoke dashed and I went underneath a part of the level you can't even get like access with Cuphead. So mm. I glitched out of the level, lost a life, and then hopped back into the level because of it. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep cool. Yep. Well, I, I'm happy for you guys. Other than you're trying to kick me out of the club, which can't happen because I made the club. Generally, I'm happy for you guys. Um, That's fair. Even if we kick you out of this club, secret, you're, you're, 
which I'm not happy about. I don't like secrets. You know how I feel not about only secrets. Not would you be kicked out of it. the pizza bros, but you'd be kicked out of the elite club or the expert club no. in Cuphead. And I don't think you can endure two heartbreaks. And fish already got... Actually, I disturbed fish from the pizza bros, too. Weird how that worked. And yet somehow he's broken up about this <laughs> one. You should have seen it coming. Uh, I like how I made it the expert club and they're trying to turn it into the achievement club. It's not the achievement club. It's the expert no. club. I just hope your club burns to the ground. Where's the cigar? <laughs> Fish is going to be like the guy from Office Space, the my stapler. He's just sitting outside of our club just watching it burn to the ground. This is my cigar band. <laughs> <laughs> it's my uh, cigar band. Anyways, that's cool. That's that's exciting. That's cool. Um, but again, fish, fish has got enough on his plate right now. But maybe me and fish will go hack away it again later this year. Um, that cigar will be waiting for you. As Shay taunts you. All right, show roundup here. Um, <laughs> um, all right. So a couple things that we had on the. Um, Instagram page that I wanted to give people a shout out for. Me and Josh actually played some Sea of Thieves with my sister and her husband, which I thought was kind of funny. And they said they had a really good time. I, I don't know, because of the kind of game it is, you know, you need to sit down and play with friends, but we, uh, we took them out. I put a video up on our site of, like, this. we had this really epic encounter where we, we crashed our boat into this rock, and then we were shooting this other ship, and then both ships were going down, as you saw in the video. Uh, even though Fish tries to tell me this game looks boring, I don't understand why. And we jumped into the water, and like there were sharks everywhere and sinking ships on both sides of us. And Josh was just talking to them. He's just talking to the other people from the other boat. It's like, hey, what's going on, guys? Um, <laughs> it's yeah. just maybe laugh. Yeah, Barbie, they thought they were doing so well. And like, oh, oh, our, our ship is sinking. Oh, their ship is sinking too. I guess that means, eh, I like to, yeah, just strike up a conversation and them trying to get yeah, to, uh, yeah, yeah get back to their ship and stuff and Morgan because Xbox in a game where you're supposed to hear everyone around you prioritizes party chat and mutes the game um we're not able to hear everyone else around talking so I'm sitting here stringing up a conversation and they're just dying around me so I'm you know not able to finish these conversations no. Yeah, it turned into this weird bloodbath where we were just like sharks and we were shooting each other and our ships were sinking. It was just a, a magical mess. So, mm -hmm. uh, but it was fun. Like every, like what I thought with this game is that when you play with someone new, it would feel new again. And every time we pull somebody new on board with us, um, but yeah, this weekend, Josh, we got to try one of those skeleton forts. We got to report back on one of those, mm -hmm. those raids, the raids of this game. Still fun. Still not bored of it yet. Probably because I can only play it once or twice a week, but still not bored. Yep. Um, Josh, have you touched it since? Since that I have played, played it a couple times just by myself, just to kind of get that experience. Um, you should not be able to turn the game on by yourself. It's it's not so it's good. Been a bad experience is that what you're saying? Um, okay. Well, for a couple reasons. A, the whole game is a griefing simulator. So without someone else there to protect your treasure and stuff you're never safe to actually go do the missions because mm. you leave your ship with anything you have found so far, go onto an island, and somebody can just roll by and jack your shit while you're yep. not around to do anything about it. Um, yeah, like we can't, you, can't you, like, take your treasure and, like, any good old pirate bury it and then? You re can't rebury treasure uh, in the game. 
I, I'd say Which that's... Which seems odd. It does yeah. seem like they should mm. allow you to rebury yeah. treasure. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool if you could rebury it and then, like, mark your own map so you knew where right. it was if she right. got... Or yeah. if you did bury it, like, a map would just be generated to, like, somebody else in the world and, like, they could essentially set out on a quest to find your treasure. Wait, why would they magically get a map of our treasure? I don't know. Make it fun? Force people the to... The game is plenty fun! Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I shot a guy on a boat. Oh, you big whoop. <laughs> big whoop on the fight yeah. about it. Yeah. All right, see a Thieves Club. Next cigars I'm making right now. All right, um... So, real quick question for you guys. Have you guys, in the game, <laughs> have you guys experienced a... Finding One-Eyed Willie yet? Is that a sexual joke? One-Eyed Willie. Yes, that must be a sexual joke. No, it's not a sexual joke. Um, Have you guys never seen The Goonies? He was was much bigger in the 70s. You guys have never seen The Goonies? Yes, yes, Mm, but that's not... Never mind. My fiance is always trying to get me to watch that movie, and I told her... It's a fucking phenomenal movie. You've never seen Mm -hmm. it, Fish? You told me that Uncharted 4 was basically... I don't remember. (laughs) You don't remember? Yeah, Fish doesn't remember these things. What the fuck is wrong with you people? (laughs) Why do I do this fucking shitty podcast? (laughs) I don't know, man. Ah, damn it. Mm. Still the Gas Station Philosophy podcast. Yep. To fall back on. It's been a while since Uh, I've seen that. It has. It's on Netflix. Is it? Uh, yeah. Well, huh. is it? Is it? Okay. I, I have no excuse now. Nope. Also, um, No excuse. You should go see that soon. And the caption contest went well, so that's pretty much it. So, yeah, um, a lot of exciting stuff coming up in the coming weeks as well. Again, every Tuesday we have polls at Sorechomp on Instagram. Every Thursday we have a question, and if you leave a comment, we'll try to use it on the show. All sorts of cool stuff coming up next week because God of War releases on Friday. And, of course, if you want to send us an email, the swordchomp at gmail.com. I have that right on the Instagram page as well. Emails are always fun, too. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully we're thankful for everyone who's trying out the show and coming along for the ride. So I think it's going to wrap it up. There's nothing else on my notes that I see here that we need to discuss. So... We will uh, bring this beast to a close. Thanks again to my co-host for being here. Shay in Japan, Josh in Michigan, Johnny Depp, the, the Filipino variety in Texas, and myself in Montana. Thanks for checking out the show, and we will be back next week. <laughs>